What do you call two guys that were there when this happened? Back to return at Spurlock. Michael Spurlock at the 10. He's to the 20. He's to the 25. Spurlock 30 to the 40-yard line. We could see history. 50, 40 to the 30-yard line. Run, Michael. Run, Michael. Run, Michael. Run. Touchdown, Tampa Bay. There you go. And that. Shotgun set. Three receivers left. And here's the snap, and the blitzer is picked up. Brady underneath. Caught ball, Evans. He has the record at the 11-yard line. Mike Evans becomes the first NFL player in league history to record 1,000 yards or more in his first seven seasons. And what a throw by Brady. Congratulations, Mike Evans. Who can forget? Looking again, looking again. Throws up the middle. That's intercepted at the 40. Derek Brooks, 30. Touchdown, Tampa Bay. Derek Brooks, the most valuable player in the National Football League. There it is. The dagger's in. We're going to win the Super Bowl. Here's the snap. Mahomes running to his right. Look out. He may run. Mahomes directed. Oh, so the other Battle of Intercepted. Picked off in the end zone. Bucks are going to beat the Chiefs. We're the champions of the world, and we still have a minute 33 to go. Devin White, what a great second season. That's it for KC. Bucks are the Super Bowl champs. They can't stop the clock. We call them the Salty Dogs. Welcome, friends, to the Salty Dogs podcast. I am Scott Smith. I am Jeff Ryan. Hey, I always get first billing. Welcome, friends. Yes. We are the Salty Dogs. Yes, we are. And, uh, you know, a couple weeks ago, Jeff, after that Cleveland loss, which felt awful. It was horrible. We came on here, and I suggested that it would be a therapy session. Yes. uh, As we talked it out. and um, did. And I think it kind of worked. We felt better. I don't know what to do with this game, man. This San Francisco—I mean, what? A, we might need a straight-up lobotomy at this point. Uh, you know, it was like a hard... old-school drill holes in the head kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, that was that was uh, very disappointing. Watching those games, I always feel because they happen every few years. Yeah, I always feel like you're you're in midway through the second quarter and you're feeling like this game's never going to end. Yeah, this game's just going to go on forever. Can yeah. we just get to the end? Here? Well, what you... I think what's so frustrating is when there is actually a good play. Yeah. You know, you, you and I'm not saying that the penalties weren't weren't warranted on some of them, but it just like, oh yeah, they're oh, you're, oh, you know, get a you get a sack. I mean, first yeah. of all, they have a great return, so you're thinking, oh boy, we're in trouble, and then uh, you get a sack and you're knocking them back, and you think this is awesome. It's a great right? start against this rookie. We're yeah, we're getting flustered right off the bat. Exactly, and this is this is what you can expect, rookie quarterback. This is what's coming today, mm-hmm. and then no, there's a flag and it's 15 yards, and you know it, it just kind of like Jesus, it's not going to be the Buccaneers' day. So, on the 76 or 68 yard touchdown pass, which by the way would have been Mike Evans' second longest play of all time, by the way. Correct. Um, <clears throat> I felt like a killjoy because. I was the first one who noticed the flag because everybody's yeah. looking towards this end zone because that's yeah. where everybody's running down to celebrate. And we're all very happy uh-huh. there in the press box. And I don't know what made me look back, but I'm like, oh, flag. And there, there are certain flags that when you see where they are on the field, you know exactly what they are. Right. I mean, it, there's a slim chance that maybe the defensive guy had hands to the face or something. Mm-hmm. But it was clearly going to be holding. Yeah, it, it was. And I, I I was the killjoy on the broadcast, too. First, I did because I usually – once I see, like, if it's a catch or whatever, I don't watch it be complete. I first thing I do is let's see if there's flags. Really, um, and so unfortunately, and it was a hold. Yeah, so. here's the thing. It, it, not only was it a hold, but you have the question of if he hadn't held him, would that player have gotten to Tom before the throw? Right, because it was a long developing play. Yes, which is how Mike. Ed- Evan somehow got extraordinarily widely mm-hmm. open, some kind of coverage bust, but you need time right. for that to happen. 
there's you know another guy had another blocker had come to help Donovan right at the end mm-hmm. and hit the guy from the side. Um, so it's possible that without the hold, we still would have held him off. So you can't say for sure. Correct. But if you're San Francisco, you're certainly justified in saying, um, you know, you didn't really lose a 68-yard touchdown pass. You cheated in order to make it possible. Yeah, yeah. And that's true. And, well, but not cheated. It's, it's hard. To, it's hard. Yeah. Well, if I break the rules. Right. It's hard to say if you'd have got the throw off at all. So that's that, – that, you know, goes into your level of disappointment because if – if it's a penalty, like sometimes there's penalty, like the the Carlton Davis penalty later that erased the interception. Right. It's one of those defensive holding, and that was one that coach didn't agree with. Correct. Um, that was one where you remove that action, and it doesn't change the play. Right. Um, I the only the way I always view it is if you're going to call it, you need to call it on both sides. And I and I just thought that wasn't the case. Well, and they I only don't had think two it was penalties for 15 yards. Right. And I don't think it was intentional. I'm just saying that. If if in this particular game this action we're going to call, then that action gets called all the, the whole yeah, game. Yeah, but I mean it's also quite possible that the state of our line right now and, and with Don, well, Donovan yeah. slumping a little bit, yeah. that um, we are committing more holding penalties sure. than the other team. Well, and that's I think too is what you forget. Um, you, you know, I know Donovan's been catching a lot of heat over all of this, but I I kind of look at it as, you know, that's a whole new di- offensive line, totally different. And but we're 13 games into the season. Yeah, but it's still not the same caliber of guys that you had before. Yeah. So I mean, you're you're not you know you're missing Ali Marpet, and so with Ali Marpet being in there, I think Donovan plays better. I think with Ryan Jensen in there, you see what I'm saying? It's yeah. just like it kind of grows. But, but you got to play with what you have. Donovan, who is always stand up and talks oh, to yeah. the press, even though they're going to sure. constantly ask him questions that are uncomfortable, um, <clears throat> said yesterday or last week before the game, like on Friday. That he was dealing with some things. Mm-hmm. He, it, as is absolutely his right, he didn't want to discuss what those were yeah. or whether he specifically meant injuries. Right. Obviously, he missed some time with that elbow injury, and it's probably not 100% all season, right? A lot of guys yeah. are playing through injuries. Well, yeah, at this time. They come back from injuries, but that doesn't mean they're 100%. No, no one's 100% right now. So You and I aren't 100% right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, my foot was hurting a little bit on the plane ride back. It's right. fine now. That's because so, it's a long flight. I guess so. It was even longer. Did you watch any movies? Uh, I, w- <laughs> I, w- I watched American Graffiti again. I've never seen that movie. <laughs> that, it just cracks me up. I saw you watching it. I was yeah. like, what? That has Ron Howard in it. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't think of what it was. I've yeah. And it. going out, I watched Raging Bull. I don't. You just were I was going just, to the old classics. Well, they had these old, you know, and I was just kind of going, you know, I, boy, it's been a while since I saw that. Or I did, I've never seen Raging Bull before. So I was kind of like, oh, uh-huh. I don't know why. I, I like Robert De Niro stuff. Though. I guess. This doesn't count as movie references since we're just I just flat out flat out asked you if you watched a movie, right? So it doesn't really count. No, I watched Out of Sight, that George Clooney Jennifer Lopez well, movie from nineteen ninety eight. I have not seen that, but it might be on my I list. I recommend it. You are. It's good. It's um, it's good, and I could I did not remember how many famous actors there were in that. Like Albert Brooks is in it. Uh-huh. Don, Don Cheadle is in it. Wow. Ben Rames is in it. Jeez, there's others I can't think of all, but there was like wow, that guy's in this too, and that guy, and that guy, and her. So anyway. Yeah, I wanted. I recommend it. It's good. Yeah, I just wanted something mindless. And American Graffiti is, and I like Wolfman Jack. It always cracks me up. I don't know what that is. Wolfman Jack was a disc jockey, and he's in the movie. Yeah, he's okay. playing himself. It's pretty funny. <laughs> you would have an affinity. All right, baby. <laughs> you would have an infinity for DJs. Uh huh. So, so enough on that tangent. Yeah. See how good we are with this. So, anyways, 
the uh, well, the, you know, the bright side uh, being in San Francisco is we majority of the game it didn't rain, so that was a plus. You know, you have to yeah, it just it rained way. all day on Saturday. Uh -huh. and we were in Santa Clara, not yes. San Francisco, and That's we true. stayed in San Jose, mm -hmm. which was so dreary on Saturday. Yeah, the whole that whole section, that whole section, that whole area was covered with rain. You couldn't even see the mountains all around. No, no. It, cl it cleared up though for it Sunday. was it was fine for sure. Sunday until the end it started raining mm -hmm. at the end yeah it was already and it got cold the game was pretty out of reach at that point anyway. uh yeah um I thought uh I thought I, I was very concerned at the half that the game might be out of reach it as it turned out it was yeah um you feel like it never is with Tom Brady there but in well this case, right they and could I, just never got on track and you know you start looking for tidbits and stuff so I, I said the gene well 28-3 Atlanta <laughs> Kyle Shanahan who yeah. knows right I mean you're 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 looking for something to, yeah. you know to grasp that positive thing yeah going on. well there was no issue with Kyle Shanahan's play calling no. in this one whatsoever no um Brock Purdy surprised me a little bit very much so not just because he's seventh round and Mr. Irrelevant and of course I wonder what percentage of the game stories by Bay, Bay Area writers included something along the lines of Mr. Irrelevant is very relevant now. Oh, yeah, that was all over the place. It was every, yeah. I even used it early last week, and then by the end of the week, I was like, man, I wish I hadn't used that because it's yeah. so obvious. It was Mr. Say. Irrelevant and Tom Brady comes home. So Tom that, Brady comes home. That was, that was the storyline. He's no longer undefeated in San Fran. No. <clears throat> it's kind of incredible that it was only the second time he ever played there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, when you consider out how many times. But it's like we were talking about. Uh, a few days ago about how we really didn't go to Buffalo for so many years. Yeah, it wasn't until like 2009 or something yeah. that we ever went to Buffalo. But now, what is it, every eight years you go to a city regardless? Yes, and then the 17th game that's been added the last two years gives you an opportunity to possibly mm -hmm. hit a place um, a little earlier than every eight years. Yeah, and I think <laughs> if, if San Francisco wins the division and we win the division, um, we play them again next year. That's I, correct. I think, is it? Out there, I believe. Out there again? Yeah, I think oh, so. Oh, good. That's our 17th. No, that's not our 17th game. That's just a rotation. That would be in there. It'd be, be matched up sure. with that division. Well, there's some, some revenge. <laughs> <They're> even... <laughs> um, but Brock Purdy, I had thought, and I was talking on your radio show, pregame show with, uh -huh. with the guys, that Brock Purdy um, was in a pretty good position for a seventh-round pick making his first career start mm -hmm. um, because the San Francisco has a great defense. That's going to help keep pressure off. He's not going to have to score 35 points right. to win. Um, and also they have such good skill position players and they have a very specific offense with Kyle Shannon. That's very, um, you know, he's, he's structured it the way he wants it and he wants the plays run right. a certain way. I'm like, he's probably Brock Purdy who, who from what I've heard, like to go off script a lot at Iowa state. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm like, he's probably not going to do that. It's going to be very specific stuff, very easy stuff, easy concepts, scheme guys open, that sure. kind of thing. Instead, he's he's making 30-yard touchdown passes yeah. while falling backwards with two guys in his face. His athleticism certainly showed Well, up. but yeah, but he was not considered that guy. That's why he went seventh, the last pick of the draft, because yeah. he wasn't overly athletic. He's not overly big. He's not overly fast. Could this be the, the storyline of Tom Brady again, there, you know, where Tom Brady... Is a what sixth round pick? Yeah, gets in because yeah. But the reason of everybody a, of knows a quarterback that. injury, that's how he ended up starting. Right. So here, here, yeah. Brock is getting into the game because Jimmy gets injured. Mm -hmm. You know, he becomes the new whatever. Yeah, but the reason everybody remembers that Tom Brady was a well, sixth round because pick. he's been good. <laughs> yeah, but almost never does a like fifth, sixth, or seventh round quarterback become anything of note. That's why no. everybody knows sure. that Tom Brady. 
not to say Brock Purdy doesn't have a shot, but the vast majority of these guys, even the ones who've had like some great breakout game right off the bat, it's it like Mike White for the Jets. Yeah, like last year he had a couple of big games, and then you know the clock so, struck twelve. Yeah. And, um, that could happen. I mean, I don't have any reason to root against Brock Purdy. Uh, now that we're not playing him, I kind of hope he does continue to do well. Well, you talk about a storyline. If they stay as hot as they are right now, they're on a six-game win streak. If they yeah. stay hot, they go to the Super Bowl. Mr. Irrelevant, Mr. <laughs> Irrelevant gets to the Super yeah. Bowl. I mean, that there's your then story. Then you're going to have the same kind of thing where they had it in um, with Tom Brady mm-hmm. and um, uh, Drew Bledsoe. Yeah. Drew Bledsoe's the very the entrenched incumbent, yeah. right? And, yeah. But – Belichick sees something in the six-round pick yeah. and then surprises people by sticking with Brady when, when Bledsoe was yep. back. And Bledsoe goes to Buffalo. Yeah. Yep. Well, the problem for Purdy is that the 49ers just very recently invested three first-round draft <laughs> yep. picks in Trey Lance, who yeah. would be starting right now if he wasn't hurt. Mm-hmm. So Brock's going to get this time in the sun. Sure. Kind of like Sean King did. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- yeah. I heard that on your radio show from yeah. the San Fran guy. Of the oh, did he bring it up? And I, w- I just put on the headset because I was waiting for my turn. And he's like, he starts comparing this situation to Sean King. And uh-huh. it's a pretty good comparison. It is. And, and if you don't know, it is in 1999. 1999. Uh, Trent Dilfer goes down. Sean King comes in. We go to the NFC Championship game. Yeah. and Sh- But the thing is, and it was, it was similar. It was a good... Um, analogy or comparison in that Sean King joined a team that had a fantastic defense and Mm -hmm. didn't have to put them on his shoulders, just like Brock Purdy. Difference being Brock Purdy gets to step into a group of really good skill position players. I mean, just having Christian McCaffrey, whereas Sean King didn't have that great of a catch. Yeah, no, no, he did not. And I'm still trying to figure out why Carolina gave up on McCaffrey. I think they had come to regret investing that much in a running back maybe and but jeez and he was hurt a lot yeah but he he sure is special or he was special on sunday yeah i mean the way he stops and goes in a misdirection yeah. is pretty impressive yeah i remember thinking because that trade happened literally right before we were going to play carolina mm-hmm. and i remember thinking at the time well that's cool we don't have to face christian mccaffrey yeah. This week, but then I'm like, but we do have to play San Fran later, <laughs> and what's worse? And I was like, I think it might be worse. It would be. I feel like we, as it turned out, the the Panthers stomped us anyway in the weirdest game of the You're year right. for us. But I was like, I think we can beat Carolina with McCaffrey, mm-hmm. but McCaffrey to the 49ers is sick. Yeah. And when you think about what Shanahan does, he's he's made. I mean, think of all the running backs: Raheem Mostert, Elijah Mitchell. Oh. It doesn't seem to matter who it is. He can make them productive. The one thing, and then you give them a talent like Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, yeah, and then they lost Debo, so that's. Uh, but they are, they are happy, relatively happy that it's not season ending. They, um, as lopsided as that game was, it was pretty physical because uh, they ended up with a number of injuries that they, you know, uh, Purdy is is banged up. Uh, I think it's ribs or something like mm. that. Um, so I mean, they they got knocked around a little bit. But that is a good football team. I have to. Oh, uh, sure. John John Lynch has done a. You know, John Lynch is a friend of ours, and mm-hmm. he, he's done a really nice job. And Kyle putting it together and defensively, wow, they're yeah, well, very good. Fred Warner is probably the best inside linebacker in the league, particularly in terms of controlling the middle of the field. Mm-hmm. And um, Nick Bosa, obviously, though he's banged up, still played sack pretty leader. good. Yeah. Um, 
Well, and and for us, you know, we were we were, we were missing our 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 DBs, you know, our defensive backs. It didn't were, help. No, it didn't help at all. Antoine Winfield Jr. would have been a really good. He would have been a very important player for us in this game because he would probably have been our best chance at stopping Christian McCaffrey yeah. because they were getting and and even Jordan Mason, they were getting around the edge a little bit, mm -hmm. and Antoine closes so quickly when he's in or around the box, and they and teams try to run wide. Right. He closes so quickly that I think that would have helped. And he's a very good tackler, although this season a couple times he's hurt himself with yes. these hard tackles. Right, right. I mean, you don't want to tell him to be less aggressive, but maybe it's just fluky. But I think both of his injuries this year have come on when he's made a hard tackle on somebody. Yeah, and it was unfortunate because that was going to be a game-time decision. Uh, almost everybody was. So, you know, they're trying to get treatment. They're trying to make it happen. But uh, I always get disappointed, you know, when you see the inactives. You go, oh, geez, you know, now what? And it's not a knock on the other guys. It's just, you know. Those it, guys it, were starting for it, a reason. It, it, right, right. Antoine Winfield, Mike Edwards was out. Sean Murphy Bunting was out, mm -hmm. which became more of an issue because Jamel Dean got hurt. Right. He has a toe, toe. which I find ominous. Yeah. I would be surprised if he's playing this week. So uh, we could really use those other guys to come back this please. week. Please, yes. Uh, he – Toe injuries can be tricky. Yeah, and everybody goes, it's your toe, how bad? But that's everything. Hey, stand up and pivot yeah. and tell me where you're pivoting on. <laughs> it's right there because they said it was a big toe. Just step down and feel where your pressure there's is. A reason why Try to turn. There's a reason why ballerinas have such great strong toes. <laughs> Just throwing that out there. Ballerinas. <laughs> got to write that one down you like that? for the show notes. Tiny dancer. Go ahead. <laughs> Uh, like a black swan. You need any other? That was uh, a good movie. Hey, yeah. you, hey, you made a movie yeah, reference. See, Congratulations, you Jeff. You're welcome. You're welcome. Yeah, I, I, um, the injuries have just been it just one after another, and it's not We're an excuse. But you got. I mean, everybody's struggling through it throughout the league, and and the 17 games. I think that's gonna. It start doesn't help. No, I don't like it. I still don't yeah. like it. Uh, it you know, there should only be three games left right now. Right. It just feels weird that there's four. It, it, it feels weird that there's four left, and it also feels weird. I was thinking, you know, gosh, Christmas is, you know, 13 days or 12 days away from right now. And, um, oh, God, Jeff. I know. I still – I was talking to my wife about the shopping we need to do last night. Uh-huh. And But you didn't do it. Time is – well, we didn't do it last okay. night. Right. We're going to do it in the next couple of days. All right. <clears throat> but the fact of that, uh, you know, we're, our last – our last regular season game is January 9th. That's that's a month out. Have they decided? I thought it was eighth or ninth. Well, or eighth or ninth. No, seventh yeah. or eighth. Yeah, either or. That it hasn't that been weekend. announced yet, has it? No, no, it has. Because they're trying to decide which games they want to put on Saturday. Which could be which we could end up being a primetime game because hopefully it could be for not the division, right? Yeah, hopefully not though. Hopefully it's sewn up in the next three weeks. You know, I love hearing everybody now saying. <laughs> The Carolina Panthers, Panthers control their own destiny. Right. Well, yeah, but so do the Buccaneers. Right. Okay? Come on. Right. Atlanta doesn't. But, sure, Carolina can yeah. win out right. because that includes a game against the Buccaneers. Right. Right. So, I mean, the Panthers are 5-8 and eight and the Buccaneers are 6-7. and seven. Who realistically, not talking about us specifically, no. but who realistically would look at a 5-8 and eight team a team that has won five games in 13 tries and think they're going to run the table over right. the last four. And they could do they could do three games and lose the fourth, and that would be against the Bucks, and they would be done. They would be they would so, have no shot. Yeah, I mean it's <clears throat> week to the week. Bucks totally collapse. Yeah, which we're not going to expect. No. They well, no, they we, have we haven't, but they have um, 
Pittsburgh, which is that? Pittsburgh's playing well. Pittsburgh played uh, Baltimore pretty good. I think there was more Baltimore being Be- bad. Really? Well, they they didn't have Lamar Jackson. Well, there's that. the game was what sixteen fourteen. Yeah, Pittsburgh didn't look good to me at all. all right. And well, and and Pickett got hurt. Oh, well, concussion. Then, yeah. Okay, now you're in trouble. And and then well, when Pickett got hurt against us, Mitch Trubisky comes in and is and is Joe Montana. Yeah. But it, when he came in this last week. He threw three interceptions. Yeah. It was a much more Trubisky is, uh, is, outcome. Is that game, the Steeler-Panther uh, game, is that in Pittsburgh? No, it's or in Carolina. In Carolina? Okay. Then they get the red-hot Detroit Lions uh, in Carolina. Yeah, the Lions are playing really well. Yeah, they're a fun they're, story. They're fun to watch. And I, we don't have to root against them. No. Because their only chance to get in is a wild card, and uh, we're not getting in as a wild no. card. No, no, no one. No one in our division is no. getting a wild card. So you either win the division and you're in, or you're not. Oh, that's funny though. I say that we have the same record as Detroit. Yeah. So if Detroit, has, but the thing is, people are saying Detroit has a shot, but it's like a ten percent shot. Yeah. Yeah. But they, but they had a quality win. Uh, well, maybe not because everyone keeps saying that the Vikings aren't that. No, good. No, that's for, a quality win. But I thought it was a quality. Win. I would be with the people who are saying the Vikings are not as good as their record. As their indicates. record, which no. is what ten and three. And and you can really throw out one very easy stat. Mm-hmm. They're ten and three, and they have a negative one points differential in the season. Oh, that's very unusual to say the least. Yeah. Because there's something like seven and zero oh in all these close games. Well, and you know we talked about this previously since we're kind of all over the place talking about <laughs> with, the, with the league. Uh, the Cowboys struggling against the Texans and had the, te- the you know, that was the Texan, hilarious. The Texans <laughs> had an opportunity to get it done, and they got tackled. Uh, Trying to score, at the, you know, from they were behind. Seventeen, well, they were seventeen point five point underdogs. Yeah, and they had a three point lead mm-hmm. with like two to three minutes left, and the ball inside the five, inside Dallas's five. Yeah, and they just couldn't, couldn't get, get it, it in. in. And then it's fourth down and goal. And I said I was because this was happening while we were in the press box. I think waiting for our game to start, mm-hmm. and I was next to Andrew Holman, and I brought it up. I'm like, we both agreed they should go for it here. Yeah, because if they have if it's they're they're up by three, uh, the the flip side is you say kick the field goal because now Dallas has to score a touchdown. Right. But on the other side of that, if you if you make it and you're two scores up, you've probably won the game. Mm-hmm. And if you're down by three, or if you're up by three or up by six, a touchdown beats you either way. Correct. The only thing it does by kicking a field goal is forces Dallas to go for the touchdown. But they got one anyway. Yeah. And if you don't get it in, you have them down within the yeah, 90 some yard right. drive. That's and, what happened. And that's what happened. Out. Yeah. But I think it was definitely the right decision. Um, oh, I, I agree. If you're a Houston fan, it's not the end of the world because you want that first pick. Yeah. The win doesn't do you anything. No. But you see your team actually looking competent and competitive. Well, they look competitive, but what does that say about Dallas? Were they playing down They've to been a bit up and down. To, you know. I mean, you look at their win over Minnesota and you think they're Super Bowl contenders. Yep. And they started the season against us and we, we right. beat them pretty handily. And they lost against Green Bay, so yeah. Yeah, so they're, it's a bit hard to figure, but I think – We've seen enough of them having really strong games that they – I think they still have a shot. Yeah, and I think what's fun, though, is that, you know, there's four games left in the season, and, you know, there's a lot of a lot of football to be played. There's there's a lot of movement that can happen. You can sit there and say, oh, this happened, this is going to happen, this is going to happen, but until you play out. Now the question is, we can talk about everybody else doing something, but what are the Buccaneers going to do? That's the big – well, <coughs> this game coming up now looks like the hardest one left on the schedule. Yeah, it's the only one left against a team that currently has a 
winning record. However, you did lose against pa the Panthers, so you have to take that into consideration. And that was a, a, a who lost to the Panthers? We did. Uh, yeah, so I know, I, but they are under five hundred. Uh -huh. Cincinnati's the only team on our Final Four that's above five hundred, um, and they're playing pretty well right now. And um, and then Arizona, who we get uh, in week sixteen, right. just lost their starting quarterback. Yeah. To an ACL tear. Yeah. Colt McCoy. Colt there. McCoy will be the guy. He's been around for a while. Sure. It's six, not like, uh, like 11 years now, I think it's been. Something like that. He's made a nice long career out of he it. He has. He's been he's been hanging in there. Uh, and they played last night and I lost know, against New it. England. I watched it. Did. They didn't look good at all. No, it didn't hurt that Murray went out like on the third play. Right. I, I watched it to the half, and then I was just exhausted. By the way, um, Kyler Murray getting hurt and – Basically, is going to keep me from making the playoffs in one of my fantasy. Games. Oh no! I yeah, I was right there. I was you probably going to win devastated. that game. If Kyler scores twelve point fantasy points, which is very easy, sure, uh, for a quarterback, I would have won that game and I would be in the playoffs right now. How weird was that? No one touched him. Just that's planted. the way a lot of non uh, ACL tears are. I know that's how mine happened. I'm not, it's I'm not just putting myself. In I the understand what you're saying, but yeah, um, that that's a tough <clears throat> go for them because didn't they just sign him to a big contract? Uh, yeah, remember there was the whole there was the whole thing about how it originally had that homework clause mm -hmm. in it. <clears throat> so yeah, he just got a big deal. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if they're gonna win win a bunch with him though. Yeah. Um, the team that is suddenly in dire straits mm -hmm. is the Miami Dolphins. Yes. Who are very very exciting. Um, I think they I think are they're an exciting team. And just a couple weeks ago. They were right. eight and three. Right, and they <clears throat> lost against the 49ers, and then they turn around and lose against to the uh, Chargers. Chargers. Yeah, and so now they, they, they were at one point in uh, leading their division by a tiebreaker because they right. have beaten Buffalo already, uh, and now they are two games behind Buffalo, and they're a little bit in danger in the wild card round too. And the thing is. Their next game is in Buffalo, and it's expected to be potentially be snowy this coming weekend. Yeah, and supposedly they had heaters uh, in L.A. because it was in the 50s on their bench, which would mean also the Rams would have to have heaters too because one team can't have another. What the heck are you talking about? When Miami played San, or San Diego, I'm sorry. I was thinking of SoFi. When I think of SoFi Stadium, I think of – San Diego? Yeah, um, Chargers. I think, of the the, LA I, I, think of the, I think of the Rams. I'm getting – are you talking about this game that just This past happened? game, yes. When they played the Chargers at SoFi Stadium, they had heaters on their bench. Why does that have anything to do with what Because we're now about? they have to go to Buffalo yeah. where it's really cold. Okay. So well, if, probably you have think, heaters. if you think you need a heater at 55, what are you going to do when it's 20 degrees? You're just going to turn the heater up even more. By the way, they got to stay out on the West Coast because they had back-to-back -back West they Coast They got trips. to. Yeah. I mean, they could they could do whatever they want. I know, but they didn't have to do an extra trip. Like, we go to the West Coast, then we come home, and now then we're we go going to Arizona. And we go to Arizona. Yeah, and, and that happens. And New England, New England, same thing. I know. They, they're staying out there. They probably should try to schedule you would think, things right? that way so that teams can do that as often mm. as possible. But, yeah, the Dolphins are struggling. So right. now they're down to 8-5. and five. They are the fifth, They're the second of three wild card seeds, but they have the, the Patriots behind them. Yep. The Chargers who just beat them behind them and the Jets behind them all by one game. Yep. It's it's going to be three of those four teams. Cincinnati is probably going to lock up the top or, or one of these top two wild card spots unless they catch Baltimore and then it'll be Baltimore. Mm -hmm. But it's it's going to be Miami, New England, the Chargers and the Jets 
four teams for two spots. And so they're going to be in a dogfight. Right. It's, I don't think anybody's easy anymore. I don't even know well, what, yeah, it's you the know. NFL. Yeah. Well, and that makes it fun. It makes it exciting. Um, yeah, like college, sometimes you have matchups where you go, well, there's no matter what happens, they, you know, Alabama will beat yeah. some small school 76 That's nine. why I always like the championship games, because it's two good quality teams playing each other. I like that they're going to expand those that college playoffs to 12 teams in a couple of years. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Did we, I, I get I, so I, sick of the arguments about four and five. No, but I think I think what happens, though, is you're right. You eliminate a lot of the... Now, people will say, well, they'll still be arguing about the 12th and the 13th teams, yeah, but, but nah, that's far yeah, less yeah. important. Yeah, right. There's probably four, five, guy, six, seven like, teams. That's like arguing shot. the wild card teams, you know, everybody, yeah. you know. But if you get in, you get to go, right? You got a shot. Yep. Um, I'm just uh, bringing this up at this very moment because I uh, got an email um, uh-huh. We do have a roster move. Really? Um, it will. We have really been particularly all over the board in this one. Right. Like, we can't stick, stick with the topic at all today. No, we are all over the place, and that's but, not necessarily my fault. <laughs> <laughs> I won't argue with that. <laughs> okay. But I just did it again. What? Um, I just I saw the email, and it reminded me we have a roster move, which we haven't officially put out yet, but probably will pretty soon, and by the time people hear this, it'll be done. Uh-huh. We have waived rookie... Inside linebacker Olukunle Fadokasi. No. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Yes. Wow. Now, they didn't make another corresponding move, so they're obviously clearing a roster space for somebody. So I was surprised, too, when I saw that. And I was like, well, why would they do that? So I was trying to hash it out. So I'm going to hash it out here. Right. And then tomorrow we'll know. And when people are listening, they're going to go, wow, look how he smart Scott's. Yeah. Or, yeah, okay. he had no clue. He, 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 he was, it was staring him right in the face, and he didn't see it. Yeah. Okay, so you wave Fadokasi. He was one of your four inside linebackers, which is how many they like to have active on game day. Right. Now, while K.J. Britt was on injured reserve, they for much of that time, they did not have a fourth inside linebacker on the active roster, but they just elevated people. Like Ulysses Gilbert got yeah. elevated three times for, from the practice squad. Okay. So, potentially, they could put Fado Kasi on the practice squad mm. now. Gilbert is out of elevations, so you can't elevate oh, him anymore. Oh, right, right. But Fadokasi would have all three of his. If he, you know, he's now he's free to sign wherever he wants to. Uh huh. So he could get opportunities elsewhere. But if the the Bucks could be cutting him with the idea of they they need that spot for maybe maybe they're going to bring up Devin Tompkins, who looked pretty good. We need to talk about him, uh-huh. who looked pretty good as it's a new returner. It's funny you just threw that out there. I was. I made a mental note that when we'll you go there done, next, we were going to go there. Yeah, we'll go there next. I was looking for the bright spot. So you could be because you can only elevate him one more time. He's right. been elevated twice. So at some point, if he is as good as he looked like he was on Sunday, you're going to have to sign him to the active roster. So that spot could be for that. Right. It could be to bring up Ulysses Gilbert <clears throat> because um, you know then you still have four guys active and you can use him. But if you need another guy at inside linebacker, you could always elevate Fadokasi now. Ah. Or you could bring up a defensive back like Nolan Turner or Anthony Chesley because both those guys are out of elevations also. Mm. So with Jamel Dean being hurt now, with probably going to miss some time. We right. don't know that yeah, yet right? because we well, have not addressed to, it yet. Yeah, you have to pay attention to though. I just think a toe injury is not going to be your back the next no, week. No, I, I, when I saw that, I was like, oh, geez. Yeah, so it, you could bring up Nolan Turner, Anthony Chesley, something like that. So – the, all of those are options, so let's see if any of those were correct Okay. by, you know, by the time people listen yeah, to this. Yeah, you did good. You did good, and you didn't even look at a sheet of paper. Yeah. Right. Well, okay, now Devin Tompkins. 
Did you have something to say about I him? I was totally impressed. But I liked him when we had him on the Salty Dogs. I thought, you know, <laughs> yeah. he, he – I, I always remember him saying that he plays big. That, you know, he's a smaller guy, but he, he always feels like he plays big. And I thought uh, at one point, I think he was like – he was almost a step away from breaking it. The 54-yarder? Yeah. yeah. Which is our longest t- kickoff return in 10 years? Yeah. He was – it was almost – it was like, oh! Since Aurelius Ben. Yeah, oh, really? Aurelius Ben was always a great a very guy. Very nice guy. Very nice guy. I've already told you my trivia about his name, right? No. I think I have because I think you told me. I think you rolled your eyes when I did it before. Well, I roll my eyes at you all the time. <laughs> Aurelius's first name has all five vowels and in order. Oh. A-E-I-O-U. Okay. I can't admit that I was the one that figured it out. Rick Odioso, former PR director uh, here. I heard Rick, good guy. I, I don't remember the Statistician setting. for Fox. Yes. Yeah, I don't remember the setting because he wasn't working here mm-hmm. um, in 2012. But I remember he's the one who pointed that out to me. Interesting. I'm surprised you didn't pick that up since yeah, you're such too. a wordsmith. I do like See what words. I did there? Wordsmith. Yeah, I think you did that last time we talked about Well, this. look at that. It's a replay. When it's good, it's good. Uh, so, yeah, the 54-yarder, you said he plays big, but mm-hmm. he is, in fact, small. Yeah. And those were the two observations I had while watching him. <clears throat> he looked really sharp, like making just – he was making Good moves. Good decisions. He, yeah, he was making moves on the run moving forward at, better than I think the previous guy was doing. Yeah. And not to – he – Jalen Darden did a good job. And and when the move made, it was kind of – I kind of went, hmm, what are we doing? What do – you know, what are, where are we going with this? And then I was thinking, well, maybe it'll be Scotty Miller. He's a fast guy. He's not being used a whole lot. Maybe they're thinking you know, he's, he's one of the options. There. Yeah. But um, for the first game, it certainly seems like the right call. He looked good. But, again, he's small. And when he did get hit hard, it was like, oh, you know, because you wonder if he can hold up. Right. Because <clears throat> he is a small guy. Yeah. And he's taking some hard shots out there. Mm-hmm. But most of his returns were pretty good. Very a few good. of them he got hit hard. He didn't. He didn't react. He got yeah, right back got up and didn't act like he got right, hurt. Right. I'm sure it hurt. Well, don't, it, don't get me wrong. That, it always that has hurts. to hurt. <clears throat> but, um, but he didn't. He also held onto the ball. Yeah. Except for one occasion when he didn't, which but, you can't do that. No. It rolled out of bounds at the end of his return, so it wasn't a problem. But you do that a couple times, you're not going to have that job anymore. No. No way coaches are going to leave a guy out yeah. that's going to put the ball on the ground. No. But I think he, he got hit. He did catch the ball well. Yeah. I think he got hit pretty hard there. Yeah. Well, but I mean, he, yeah. And he was trying to get extra yards. So it's a learning process for him. But I think first go out, I'd give it an A+. Plus. I was very pleased. And and like you said, he had the longest 54-yard. In 10 years. In 10 years. Hopefully he can break one because right. we haven't had one of those in a long time. Oh, yeah. I don't even know Since how to Michael read. Spurlock. Yeah. Run, Michael, run, Michael, run, Michael, yeah, run. Yeah, not that one, but yeah. Mm-hmm. So what else you got? Well, I got lots, too. All right. I got lots. As you go cruising through. Well, okay. We've talked about the game in San Fran, but yep. let's talk about some of the um, the uh, surrounding uh, the uh, the environment, the ev- such as okay. when we arrived and we parked the buses outside and walked in the stadium. <clears throat> we then walked like it felt like three quarters away around the stadium to the visitors' locker room. Uh-huh. And and this is a relatively new stadium. It's a nice stadium. It's a beautiful stadium. Yeah. Uh, almost everything else I'm going to say about this is nice. But I always feel like when we get to places like that, Carolina's like that now too. Didn't used to be. Right. When you have to walk, when the visiting team has to walk a long way to the locker room, a hundred yards. They. It was, that's, it was almost yeah. That's on purpose. Yeah, you think they do? They design that on purpose. Hmm. That's what I. Think. I don't remember the walk being that long. I do remember 
uh, I will say this, though. It was an easy walk to the press elevator from the locker room. It was. Room. That was So nice. that's a plus. It was. But it doesn't matter yeah. if we get tired out. It's the players having to – I just – it's a psychological sure. thing. I think they do that on purpose because right. they easily could have designed it where there's an entrance close to mm-hmm. – like ours is. Yeah. The, they don't have to work very far at all. Yeah. Uh, Atlanta. Atlanta. Not too bad. Carolina, it used it's to be longer easy, now. It used to be the easiest longer. one. You walk right in, it's right around yeah. the corner. Atlanta used to be long when you were at the Georgia Dome, if you remember that. It was that not. Was, you didn't think that was a long no. walk? No, you walked in past the elevators where you go up to the press box, mm-hmm. and you turn right, and it's almost right there, right through the doors. Right. That wasn't long at all. I thought we got put into the underground parking garage, so you didn't. we walked further. But maybe it's well, – because they changed I know it. what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, I never never thought about it as that's on purpose. I think but it's maybe on purpose. You might have something because they could have designed it where there's an entrance sure. near each locker room. The, the disappointing part I had about that was uh, it was raining, and the buses couldn't go underneath the stadium. Right, and that's a that was a disappointment. Um, but then you get up to the press box. Wow. And, I mean, it was high, mm-hmm. but everything else about it was great. Very nice. So spacious. Yes. So much room where you're sitting and working. Right. Cubby holes, which should be a. You guys all love the cubby love holes. Love the cubby holes. I heard because that. then you're not stepping over your everybody's bags. bags and, yep. Uh, and the spread. Mm. How about oh, that spread? The food was phenomenal. Ready, made to order omelets. Yep. Our, our friend Bree, who I've just started calling. Breezy. Uh-huh. She liked it. She said nobody's ever called that. Uh-huh. I would have thought if your name was Bree, somebody would have said Breezy at yeah. some point. She so said you, no. So you coined the phrase for her. I, I, that's my nickname for her, Breezy. Okay. She was very excited about, she's a foodie. Yeah. She was very excited to see the spreads of like there's desserts. Yeah. And they had this one whole section of candy. I in did. It was the candy bar. It's a candy bar. And yeah. It was, uh, you, you just twist the knob and it poured into uh-huh. a little bag. Yeah. Well, <laughs> see, everybody's using a bag. No, 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 you no, Use a no. cup? I went and got a cup. You went and got a cup. Yeah. So you get more? Yes. And they had uh, M&M peanuts. They had peppermint patty mints. Oh, yeah. That was very – and I'm not – I don't really eat candy very often. But that game, ate some I ate a lot of candy. <laughs> I ate a lot so of candy. So there was like peanut M&Ms, uh-huh. Sour Patch Kids, yep. Reese's Pieces. Yep. Um Brie favored the Reese's Pieces, mm-hmm. and I went for the Jelly Bellies. Yeah, <clears throat> which is those are those fancy jelly sure. beans. I thought. The, the, Remember the, which president loved those? Uh, Reagan. Right. So um, the Jelly Bellies are those fancy, and I never buy them mm-hmm. because they're expensive <laughs> compared to regular <laughs> jelly beans. And you know when you go in there because they have so many flavors and some of them are weird. Uh-huh. You know when you're going in there that you're not going to like some of them. Uh, so I don't want to buy this candy that's very expensive, and then there's be like 10, 10 to 15% of it I don't like. Uh, you know, because it'll be like buttered popcorn flavor right. or something, and it's yeah, gross. Yeah, yeah. They also had red licorice. Red vines. That's yeah. what Linda was going uh, after. The licorice was very, very good. So I went for the uh, Jelly Bellies because I'm like, hey, these are free, and, and I can just throw them away. Uh-huh. And plus, in this bag, I can easily pick out which color I want. Right. I looked up a color guide of Jelly Bellies online uh-huh. so I could try not to eat any of the gross ones. It. Yeah, I um, I gave one to uh, Brie that I thought was going to be coffee flavored, and she said it was uh, root beer, and so I was upset because I wasn't going to like that one. Yeah, they had a really they had a really nice setup. The uh, it was funny because when it opened, there was this big long line, and I was trying to figure out what was going on, and it was the omelet the station. omelet station. But then about, you just wait a while. Yeah, and then yeah, and then um, they did a really nice, uh, and we do this at our stadium. 
where where the broadcast booths are, they have another little spread. another spread there, <laughs> yeah. and you didn't have the omelet, but you had the you know the chicken and all the yeah. pasta and yeah. the pretzel hot and hot wanted. dogs and popcorn and the, all the beverages and 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 the dessert. No no candy. But you had to come all. You had you to had trek to, for yeah, the candy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They but they did a nice job, and you forget, like you said, that's not a very old stadium. Um, and they're building around it. So I think that's going to be a destination before it's over with. Yeah, that's the whole idea for everything now. Mm -hmm. uh, the guy in front of me in the omelet line, uh, they were making his omelet, and he asked the guy, are you using fresh eggs? What kind of question is that? Well, because sometimes they use the uh, process, the egg beater stuff. Yeah, but... And then there's also... Uh, real eggs. So at the moment that he asked that, one of the two dudes back there was cracking eggs. Oh, you didn't add that. <laughs> now they did indeed bring out the big containers of the already cracked mm -hmm. eggs, so yeah. it was just easy. Sure. But at one point, the dude was cracking eggs. Right. So they clearly, we're using real eggs. Yeah. Fresh egg? No, it was just something we found down yeah. there. Well, they're called they're called rotten eggs. Yeah, we, we're using gross eggs. Yeah. Oh, by the way, even dumber than that, <laughs> in the bathroom. In the press in the press box, uh -huh. above the urinal, yeah, above the urinal, not the sinks. Above right. the urinal said, "The urinal uses re recycled water. You don't do not judge drink. drink. <laughs> do yeah. not drink. Yeah. I, I don't need that qualifier to restrain from drinking the urinal water." But thanks. <laughs> as soon as you were going there, I remember seeing that, and I and I I kind of thought for a second. Like, at what point do you think this is a good idea to drink water? Wait, you got your hands cupped there, and then you're like, oh, wait a minute. This is recycled water. I'm too good for that. My urinal water needs to be purified. Well, that's see, that's 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 California at its best, making sure that you don't do anything stupid, and then you get sued. So now it said, um, don't drink the urinal water. Uh, and isn't the phrase re Maybe. reclaimed water? What's recycled water? Well, recycled water is purified water and, and clean. Well, then that sounds like you could well, drink re it. No, recycled water is, um, gosh, it, it 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 is, but it's not purified enough to um, to drink. Like okay, like where I live, they have they have reclaimed water. That's what I just said. Yeah. Reclaimed no. Well, water. yeah. That's what I had at my house for many years. Yeah. Where you, which was cool because you didn't have to lot. pay for it. Right. I think it's nine dollars a month now. But anyway, not in mine. When we had really? reclaimed water, it was free. Yeah. You're in a high-end area. Not really, because that means you're pretty close to a water treatment facility. <laughs> it's um, just not there anymore. It's yeah, a big that park was now. that was a funny sign. Um, you got none of you guys experienced this, but we did. Uh, after the game was over, with we were starting to pack up, and all of a sudden, an alarm went off, a flashing light, and a big voice saying, uh, "There is an emergency. You must evacuate." Do not use the elevators. Use the stairwells over and over again. And they came down, and uh, the usherettes or the security people came into our broadcast booth and said, you have to leave right now. Everybody has to evacuate, blah, blah, blah. Well, at this time, it was about 15 minutes, 20 minutes after the game, and that meant we only have 40 minutes to get downstairs to catch the bus. So my thinking was, I'm not smelling smoke. So we're going to keep packing, and we did. And um, eventually, just uh, it, this went on for about 15, 20 minutes. And then um, it went. So to, you just ignored it? Yeah. And then, um, and I was, we weren't the only ones. There were other people. I was looking through the other booths to see if anybody else was doing something. And then um, it stopped, and finally the elevator worked. And so, come to find out, someone just pulled the fire alarm. 
Oh, jeez. That was what it was. There wasn't really, and thank goodness it wasn't an emergency. But um, at least they have a great evacuation plan <laughs> if you needed it. So there's that. All right. Um, <clears throat> what else? Rapidly got? changing topics again. Mm-hmm. The McCaffrey touchdown catch <clears throat> on the side, you know, right, right on the line. Uh huh. Where they called it a touchdown and then overturned it. Uh, after discussion, which means they were getting something in their ear from New York, uh-huh. they they said it wasn't a catch, and then they reviewed it again and said it was a catch. I don't think they got it right. I This didn't decide the game, don't get me wrong. No, I didn't think it was a catch, and the reason why I didn't think it was a catch is because I think part of his foot was out of bounds. So, And I don't think he had the ball fully secured. Well, he did. <clears throat> he would have scored easily, but Logan Hall managed to dislodge it with a swipe, mm-hmm. and the first thing I thought was, well, he's already in the end zone, so he had already caught the ball and then ran across the line, so it doesn't matter if the ball's then knocked out of his hand. But then I see a replay, that's not true. Right. Logan Ryan hit him in time to make him start fumbling with the ball, losing his grip on it mm-hmm. before he crossed the line. Right. Then he crossed the line. Then he did get control of it again before hitting the ground ah. and, held, and held on, so all that's fine. Okay. But the second foot came down – and it's, it's part of it comes down, and it is in bounds, but then it continues to roll, and by the time the whole foot is down, part of it is out of bounds. Right. Everything I've seen in recent years says that's not a catch. There was one earlier this season where a guy catches the ball in the back of the end zone, and his toe is down in bounds, but his heel then comes down out of bounds. Okay. And they called that not a catch because the act of putting the foot down, they kind of consider it all one thing. So right. if, even though your toe is in your foot, your heel was going down. All right. And they said that wasn't a catch. I'm biased here, but I don't think that was a catch. Right. I didn't think it was a catch. But it doesn't matter what we think, Well, obviously. that's true. But what was interesting is that no one said anything until it was out of nowhere. Like, it was because it was... It was from New York that said, "Hey." Neither time there was no there was no challenge flags thrown. Yeah. They reviewed it twice without a challenge flag. Do you remember, but and that was before the two minute that in the two two minutes at each half or the end of the game two minute two minutes. Well, all scoring plays were reviewed. Yeah, but but um, it was it, yeah. it was weird. No, there, that's what was, was early. No, you can Yeah, so this one so, was early in the third quarter. Yeah, my question was. Did anybody? No, that's not was, true. That was, was his run. It was. It was willing. It, it, it was could middle have been, of the second quarter. It could have been challenged. It could have been. Uh, and, coaches and, could have challenged. And they and Kyle Shanahan might have thrown the challenge right. flag, but he didn't have to because they just reviewed it because mm-hmm. it was a scoring play, and then they decided to review it again. I don't know why you do that. I don't know, but it took a long time. I didn't agree with it. Yeah, but hey, how about our touchdown? That was kind of cool, huh? Talk about uh, tip ball drill. Yeah, right? how I crazy. Mean, it would have been. That was right in front of us too. That's pretty good. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was a cool catch for Gage, and you know, I don't know. I don't really have anything more to say about it. It was just no, cool. but you know, one of those plays is you know, San Francisco could say, "Are you kidding me? That's how you score a touchdown? <laughs> you know, what is that all about?" So, yeah. well, you got to defend the deflection, man. Uh huh. No question about that. I think it's funny. It's this time of year. I see a lot of staff walking out in holiday spirit. I guess it's O line. Uh, Christmas time. You're saying that because we're in my office and you can see the people leaving. Yeah, I just at 4:23. Yeah, 
they're going to an event. That's that's being fair. <laughs> okay. All right. I definitely should not have been. Yeah, they got reindeer. Either that or they're going to a party because they all have the same shirt on and reindeer ears. Yeah, they're probably going to an event. Yeah. I know we all also had an event at the hospital at a hospital today, a yes. children's hospital. Yeah, rookies. They go sing. Yeah. And different, different Christmas songs. Bree- Breezy was or there. Or holiday songs, I should Breezy say. Breezy was there, and she told me that it, it was nice. It was yeah. Really nice. Those guys always do a great job. The, that's That I'll say this about uh, – oh, and you know what? Since we're talking about players doing things, Will Golson. I mean, people people need. If you have a Twitter account, I wish I knew how to read how to tweet that. You tweeted at Buccaneers. Is what that do you, what do you want to say? I've got I've got Twitter right here. What do you the, want? What are you trying what to do you want, What do you want to say? Is that if he gets the most number of tweets for the Man of the Year, he gets uh, okay. um, like twenty five thousand dollars. I think it is to his charity, um, and he's our Man of the Year. So, right. And uh, they mentioned it this morning and I can't remember. It was something about if you would tweet it out. So those of you who have okay. your own Twitter accounts, you can, you can. Do you uh, have one, Joe? Uh, I do, but I only use it to read things. Well, I have, I have more than one Twitter account, <laughs> um, but I do have a, a one. It's just so I can read it. I don't tweet. I don't have anything to say that's going to make people go, oh, wow, it's not like Scott Smith with 20-some thousand followers right now. What do I got? More. What do you got, 25, 20, 26,000, 25, maybe 30 now? 33,000. See, you're growing. That's because you're doing radio. So <laughs> You can take, take credit for it. Listen, if I say it, it's true. I think it's because of this podcast. Man. Hey, listen, uh, we, we, I can convince people that if you hear it on the radio, it has to be true. So I'm going down my notes here because, okay. again— I keep notes for this, and you just you just wing it. No, <clears throat> well that's how I am. It's the way I live. So I had we already talked about Devin Tompkins, but yeah. I had a side note here that I forgot to throw in there. So let's go back to that briefly. Okay, that fifty-four yard kickoff return meant we started in their territory. Yes, it was the first time oh, since week four that we have started to drive in opposing territory. That's unbelievable. It. What's mind-boggling is last year's offense, 30-some points a game, right? 30.4. Yeah. No, there's, over the last two years combined, Yeah, 30. it's mind-boggling. So It boggles your mind, does it? It does. It does. I think not only my mind, but I think a lot of others, too. Do you ever play boggle? No. You know what I'm talking about? No. It's just kind of like a four-by-four four grid of letters, and they, I think you, like, pop it, and it shakes them up, and then once you see the letters, then you have to make words. Oh. By connecting the letters. Only word game I played was Scrabble. Scrabble's awesome. Yeah. That's the OG, baby. Yeah. Scrabble's a great game. That's You know there's a lot of Scrabble like apps. I, yeah. Like Scrabble. Yeah. Word feud. I like words with friends. I, I like <clears throat> Do you have any do you have any game apps on your phone? No. None? No. No. I have like I've like I know eight. I was what you were playing games the other day. Yeah, uh, docking flying. the flight. Yeah. yeah, occupying my myself. Yeah. I I have to it's got to be old school. I got to want to feel it. You're tactile. I, yeah, I got to, you know, it, that's, that's true. Not, um, but that's kind of hard to break out on a plane flight. <laughs> break out a Scrabble board. I you mean, they do, do have, they do have travel Scrabble, sure. but you probably wouldn't travel bring it. Scrabble. Yeah. Huh? It's, I, I think that I don't remember how exactly it works. It's probably like magnetized or something. And it's it's probably case. on a thing and you Un- just flip them, <laughs> unfold the board. And I had one once. Oh Lord. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I don't want to brag, but yeah. I'm kind of good at Scrabble. I know you're very good at that stuff. That's why I would never play with, you know. You would be saying to me, you're making that word up. This, and then you'd be getting mad because you'd have to Google it. 
You can uh, you can challenge. I know. Gravel. I know. <laughs> you would be challenging. I played. Me all my the wife time. was so gracious because she's a teacher, uh-huh. and, now, and now she kind of works in philanth- philanthropic stuff. Uh-huh. Um, so she has many many strengths of her own, but I'm a writer. Right. So it kind of makes sense that I I would know a lot of words. Uh-huh. Right. It, but she still played Scrabble with me for many many years, and um, I never let her win. Oh. I mean, she did beat me sometimes, right. but I, I didn't ever like. Let her win. I probably uh-huh. should have let her win at some right. point. But she kept playing. She's very good. Now, the flip side of that is I cannot beat her in gin rummy. She is a gin rummy master. Yeah. She's so good. She beats me and Alex. Any, I don't play it with her anymore. Yeah. Because you can't win? It gets it gets tiring. So, But I'm saying she's a better person than me because she kept playing Scrabble with me. Right. So you can't I let her pl- win? To, I, or I, let, I, I not will. let her win, but at I least let her that. excel in... What she's doing well. I wouldn't and, be letting her win, Jim. No, she's that's what I just. My butt. I know. That's why I corrected it. So you. Uh, would, yeah, I need to be a little bit more gracious. So are about you a that. sore loser? Is this what you're telling I, me? I, in my younger years, I may have been a bit of a sore loser. Okay, not now, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> unless, unless you're watching your Cardinals play, uh, <laughs> then that could be something else. And that's baseball. That's not the Arizona Cardinals football team. No. That's a baseball The St. Louis Cardinals, the greatest baseball franchise of all time. Other than? No, no other than nothing. <laughs> other than the Chicago Cubs. No, the they're Dodgers, way better than the, the Cubs. San Francisco Giants. The only team that's the won. The New York Yankees. The only team that's won more Super Bowls. Super Bowls. <laughs> World Series. You're getting me riled yeah. up here. Then is, the Cardinals is, is the Yankees. Okay, that's the so, only one. So then the Yankees have to be the best I know, ever. But, but except that they're. The well, Yankees. that doesn't matter. I was going to say they're so hateable, but everybody that's not a Cardinals fan hates the Cardinals, too. Right. So, there's that. Well, you could say this. They're the, you feel like they're the best in the National League. Yes, they're the best team in National League history. Okay, there you go. I'll, um, give, you, I'll give you some of that. Okay, you want me to keep going down my notes here? Yeah, please. Uh, Tom Brady, yet in, every week it's something. <clears throat> I, don't, I mean, in terms of some kind of new milestone. Oh, okay. This time, he threw his 100 touchdown pass. The, the gauge one we were talking about. Uh-huh. And now he's just the fifth quarterback ever to have 100 touchdown passes, at least 100 touchdown passes for two different franchises. Wow. Think he can name the others? Joe Montana. No. Joe Mon- No. He didn't play with the Chiefs nearly long enough. Oh. Um, two court. Okay. Three of the four others are in the Hall of Fame. Peyton Manning. Yeah, that one's the, the one you should get right away. Uh, Colts and Broncos. Yep. Colts and I'm trying to think of who... The other ones are in the Hall of Fame. One of them was, um, it's a little while ago, but he was well known for how well he could scramble around. Fran Tarkington? Yes, well done. Okay. And the other one came from very humble beginnings. Mm, Doug Williams. No, humbler than that. Humbler. Doug Williams was a first-round draft pick. Oh. I mean in terms of getting into the league. Oh, oh, oh. Um, Stock boy at a grocery store. Oh, um, I see. He was at our game. He did our game. He has a movie. Yeah. I can see his face. Kurt Warner. Kurt Warner. There you go. The last one you will never guess, so I'll just tell you. Y.A. Tittle. <laughs> he played for the Giants, right? Okay. Yes, he did. Um, um, you want to guess? Wait. Hold on. Uh, I can tell you the teams he played. Nah, uh, Cleveland? Um, no. I don't know. He's He did it with the two teams he threw 100-plus with was Cincinnati and Arizona. No. He also played for the Raiders. Oh, uh, he played for Bruce Arians I don't, uh, in Arizona. Car? No. 
Carson Palmer. Carson Carson Palmer. I thought you were getting there. You're like, I was car? I was trying to get there. And yeah. then you stopped. Car? Well, I was I was You meant there a car. When you said this was long ago, I was I didn't say it was long ago. Oh, I said I, it was long ago for Tarkenton. Oh, okay. Which yeah. you got right away. That was pretty cool. Okay. All right. Moving All right. on down my notes. All right. Co-Keefe yeah. just keeps making tackles uh, on special teams nonstop. I, you got to, you know what? It's a, the he's, dudes. Am, he's got 10 of them now. Yes. It's just like. Every, he's a tough kid. But he's he's laying people out on special yeah. teams. Yeah. He's I, a tight end, man. He's, I, he's a good tackler. I think he loves. He probably to, does. To, to, you know, if you're going to hit me, I'm going I'm going to hit you back. <laughs> he caught a pass in the game, too. He did. He did. He seems to. Uh, for a, you know, that's I think that's kind of exciting because you start seeing some of our rookies that we have and how well they're playing this year. Yeah. Um, and, and Robert, well, and, and, you know, like Robert Hainsey. I mean, people forget he's, he's not he's not a rookie. Not I mean, rookie. but it's his first year starting. Never played center in the NFL and has done or or sorry in his career, in, his career in college, <clears throat> and he's really done well. I think he's been pretty solid. I think he has too. It's hard to know. Who's doing great and who isn't? Right when the uh, line struggles. When the struggle. Sure. I mean, when a guy commits penalties. Yeah, you kind of, kind of go there. Yeah, okay, might be something there. Yeah. Right there. Yeah. We, we don't have our best lineman right now. Tristan no. Worse, although I guess there's a chance he could come back this week. I don't know. Wow, we're getting. Well, he was uh, doubtful, not out on the injury report. Well, that's true. Which means, which means he's making waves. He's getting close. Yeah. He could end up being questionable this week. So what do you do then? You you put Tristan Worse back in to right tackle, yeah. and you stick with Donovan Smith. All right. I mean, unless it comes to a point where an injury is hampering his play too much. I'll tell you who he is. He has the track record to, to stay playing uh, and, v- and get his feet back under him. Vita Vea leaving the game didn't help matters. Four plays in. Yeah, that didn't help matters. I'll tell you why it really didn't help. The, the 49ers are kind of like the only team in the NFL that's really utilizing a fullback all the time. Mm-hmm. They're, 21 personnel is two running backs, two receivers, and one tight end. I counted it up today for an article. They ran 36 of their, like, 60 plays out of 21 personnel. Wow. The Bucks in all the other 12 games they've played have faced 60 snaps against 21 personnel. Because really? nobody else nobody uses, uses it. Nobody uses it, yeah. Baltimore did for 18 plays, which was 24.3% of the total. That's the highest other one. But the San Fran uses it 61% of the time or did in that game. Mm-hmm. We, we saw three snaps in 21 personnel over the last four games combined. Which is fine. Everybody knows this. This isn't a mystery. San Francisco does that. The Rams, as a counter, pretty much run 11 personnel, which is one tight end, one running back, and three receivers on almost every single play. Right. So it's just different approaches. Uh, the Buccaneers, tend, in this particular game, ran 11 personnel for most of the game. And Tom Brady was in shotgun for 89.2% of the snaps. Gosh, he threw even, 55 times. Even, But even most of his handoffs were out of the shotgun. Yeah. <clears throat> Which, by the way, he says his hand is just fine. For right. those of you who are wondering, yeah, it didn't that wasn't the reason? No, 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 no. But everybody was making a big deal about his hand. How is it? And he mentioned last night that it's all good. Two nights ago. Uh, no. Oh, last on his night. podcast. Yeah, on his podcast. Yeah, he also said night. it after the game. Yeah. So, well, it's better. You know, after the game, they all say they feel good. <laughs> you have to wait till Monday to see how you feel. Then, then, you, then you get a so. The, the the reason I brought that up is because. If you're going to face an offense like that, you should like to have Vita Vea in there. Uh-huh. You know, right. so Nacho got a lot more snaps than usual. Um, Deidre's not got like 17 snaps. Yeah. He usually, he's had like three over the last four games combined. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, and and uh, those guys are good. They're good because they're playing in the NFL. And Nacho's done a lot of good stuff. For Correct. Us. But there's a reason Vita Vea was starting, mm-hmm. right? 
So that certainly did not help. I mean, when you lose 35-7, to 7, it's hard to say having Vita in there would have really made the difference. No. But you like to have your best help. your best guys, and that's that hasn't been the case. So this was the first game all season that we turned the ball over three times. Wow, yeah, two uh, two ints. Yeah, the last one didn't really matter because Rashad White was trying to get the first down on fourth down, right? And then he fumbled, and but he'd already been stopped short of the goal yeah. for short. So it the ball yeah. was going to yeah, you're going to turn it over, yeah. But it does count as a turnover, so there were three turnovers, and that was Tom Brady's first two pick game of the year. Mm. We did have a two-pick game in Munich because Leonard Fournette threw one. Right. But otherwise, Tom Brady has not thrown. It was the first time all year he's done that. <laughs> he still only has five picks all year. Yeah, it's still solid. Very good. It's just the touchdowns are down. Yeah. Because can you imagine if he's thrown 40 touchdowns again like he has the last couple of years and he has only five picks? That'd be insane. How many touchdowns is he up to? Just off the – I mean, just ballpark. I don't have to ballpark. I got the uh, stats right here. 17. Okay. Which is – the last couple of years have been like – 43 yeah. and well, 47. Got four games left, but <laughs> he's going to throw like 30 more touchdowns. <laughs> yeah. It could happen. It could be crazy. You I could... just opened my magic drawer. Jeff. I know. I know. Jeff the likes my magic drawer. The magic drawer. dust came out again. Because I have I have notes in there. Yeah, you got everything in there. <clears throat> this one is, okay, so in that game, mm-hmm. with Christian McCaffrey going nuts, Carolina ran for 209 yards and the Bucks for 69. Right. That's a big difference. Yeah. And that's been a story all year. So I, I decided to look up run yardage differential mm-hmm. for each season in Buccaneers history. All right. So, like, for instance, the best one we ever had was 1998 when we ran for 2,148 yards. And that's not our most ever. But uh, And in that same season, our opponents ran for 1,583, which means we finished with 565 I mean, 565 more rushing yards than they did, or 35.3 per game. Right. Okay, uh, this season we are at negative 682 yards because we've gotten 948 so far and given up 1,630, and that's a difference of 52.5 rushing yards per game. Th- that's pretty significant. Yeah. So on a per-game basis, our opponents are getting a, a ton more out of their running game than we are. And, right. and so that means we have to catch up. We have to do more in the passing yeah. game. And sometimes that's hard to do, yeah. as it was this week. You just couldn't make up the difference, yeah. right? No. Yeah. Especially with – Well, the other <laughs> thing, too, he threw 55 times, but it wasn't even – was it 265 yards? 280, something, like, something yeah. like that. I mean, that's not bad. Right. But, yeah, you're right. The, the that's a lot of uh, – yeah. Yards per pass attempt was only 4.6, where um, – the 49ers throw 23 times, mm-hmm. and their yards per pass attempt is 8.5. Yeah. Because they hit the big plays. Now, Tom did hit the big play. But got called back. Got called back by penalty. Yep. Which brings me to another point. Is? Mike Evans uh-huh. at 805 yards. Right. The drop in Carolina, which yes. you never expect to happen. No. And this play being erased, man, just take those two plays, well, and take, he's almost there. Take the pass interference play against the uh, – the Saints at the end of the game, where he got the pass interference. Right. If, if he if he of, if he doesn't get interfered with, if he catches with, that instead, yeah, I think it was there. He would. I I honestly believe he would have caught it. I'm gonna say he would have caught it, and he gets the pass interference. Now we have a four game. Yeah. Four games left for him to get 195 yards, which isn't out of the question. He didn't. He wasn't getting much action in this game, except for the big play that was right. waste. But by the time the game was done, he had 44 yards. Yeah. He needs roughly. Roughly 50 yards a game, you know, 50, 40, sure. 48, sure. 49, yeah. down 
the stretch. So even in a game where he really wasn't getting a ton of work, he still yeah. almost got. It. I think I'm going to bring that up to Tom. <laughs> well, it was they actually brought it up yeah. in the press conference on Monday. Yes, and I'm really not sure the point of in, bringing it up. <laughs> well, as the question was asked, which is it was the right way to ask the question if you're going to ask it. Uh-huh. I know obviously your priority is to win games, right? And you're not going to sacrifice being competitive or trying to win, right? Just to get Mike Evans his thousand yards for the record. Uh huh. So, you know, does that? How you know? Would you? Even though it's not your priority, is is that a priority for you? And of course, what is the coach going to say? Every coach is going to say the same thing. Right. Yeah, we'd love for him to get it, but obviously our priority is winning games. Yeah. Which is obvious and also sure. very true. Right. But I think if you're getting the ball to Mike Evans, you have a good possibility of winning the game. Well, that's true. I thought we were going to throw the ball a lot to Mike in this game mm-hmm. because uh, with Fred Warner, they're so sure, good over the middle. Yeah, right. And Mike's probably our best perimeter guy. Mm-hmm. But I guess they defended that pretty well, too, yeah, except for did. on that one play. Yeah. Yep. yep. That was also the first. And it was and it was early in the game. What was it, the first series or second? No, I think they had already scored, so. Yeah, we would have, we would have tied it. So that was our second our, our second possession, I believe. I'm going to look it up. All right, you go ahead. Because I know it was. Yeah, it was our second second possession. possession. All right, second play of the second possession. It was the second play. Okay, that's. Okay. Not that not that I'm irritated ah. by that call or that play. I mean, play. you and I both have already said, when you see the replay, it's clearly a hold. Mm-hmm. So we're not mad at the officials. No. It just sucks. Yeah. Because it was such a beautiful play. Yes. And we haven't had those. And you're kind of openly, that's no. the igniter. And, it, you know, it's a game changer. That's for sure. No question. Also the first game all year that we did not have a, a sack on defense. Yeah. Also the true for San Francisco. Close. Well, they were close, too. Yeah. There was like three plays where Tom was going down and he somehow mm. got the ball off. Yeah. But it, technically speaking, neither team got a sack, which is funny because the 49ers had the longest streak Active, 39 straight games with a sack. Yeah. And the Buccaneers were second with 34. Mm-hmm. And now they're both over. <laughs> I don't, I, this is a crazy game. That's all I can say. It, there's no I can't believe no. Reason. I can't believe neither team got a sack in that yeah. game. Especially we, as good as the, the, the pass rushers are on both sides of the ball. I mean, they're not slouches. You know. We're not getting a lot from the edge guys. No, but we Although should. Carl Nassib's producing a lot. And his playing time's going up. Mm-hmm. He got a hit. He, yeah. he didn't get a sack, but he no. got a hit on the quarterback. Yep. Yeah, he's been he's a good, good, he's been a good addition. He's also about to play his 100th career game. Wow. I always like to try to tell guys that. Yeah. Because I don't think they well, I'm pay not attention. Tell them. No. But no, I like to tell them because to me, if you play 100 NFL games, you're good. You don't have to say anything else. That's a yeah. successful career. You um, you should tell him because Carl is receptive to that type of stuff, and he doesn't really follow that stuff because he's he's pretty most easy guys going. Don't. Yeah. But you should, um, you should, and I won't mention it to him because I know I still I stole your thunder from Will when I told him. Yeah, I didn't that. appreciate that. Yeah, so I I'm not going to say anything to him. I did tell Shelton Quarles on the plane, uh, uh, there uh-huh. that he and Will Golston were now tied. Now they're not anymore for like ninth place in team history with 148 games played. Uh huh. Now now Will passed him. Wow. But what, he, he, he laughed. He thought, it, he thought it was pretty cool. He said, yeah. I got to talk to him about that. I don't know if he uh, did. I didn't know if he'd be like, darn, he's going to pass me. Yeah, no, nah, they don't. They, those guys, it's funny that they don't worry about that stuff. Well, yeah, I mean. Or be overly concerned. So we liked what our punt returner did. Uh-huh. But, man, I'm starting to get anxious every time we're covering a punt. 
Yeah, well, it's been kind of dicey. It gets, it's been uh, dicey, all right. We certainly, uh, we certainly add a little excitement into the It's been the hurting game. our field position issues. Yeah. The last three games, we've allowed 75, 59, and 43 punt return yards. Those are the three worst totals of the year for us. It's right. like all of a sudden we're having coverage issues, and yeah. I don't know. Now, well, sometimes it's because Jake Kamara hits the ball so damn far right. that you're going to give up yardage because the coverage isn't there yet. Right. But it's not always that. By the way, Jacob Martin has a, at least one 60 yard punt in like nine straight games. Yeah. The guy's ridiculous. I know. It's crazy. And then when he doesn't kick it 60 yards, you go, oh, yeah, like if he, great kick. he hits yeah, a 49. Only, yeah. Geez. Yeah. Geez, what what do you got for us, Jay? What have you, you know? done for me lately? Yeah. We've had years when, when our punter was basically yeah. never kicking it over 50 yards. Yeah. No, he, you, you could throw the far ball. That, getting back to your rookies thing. So mm-hmm. that's a rookie. Kate Otten's doing well. Yep. Co'Keefe, he's given us a lot yeah. of different types of contributions. Um, Rashad White obviously looks pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, now, Luke Gedeke hasn't been able to play again for some time after he got hurt, and then Nick Leverett kind of took his job. And Logan Hall is, I think, still a developing player. Yeah. And Zion McCollum, you know, it's hard to play cornerback in the NFL as a rookie. Logan Ryan had a good game. He had a lot of tackles. He had nine. Yeah, but does that mean it's a good game? Yeah, he had a good game. All right. He had a really good game. I don't hear you saying why, but... Well, because he was there. <laughs> he Somebody had to tackle these yeah, guys. Yeah, I mean, if he doesn't tackle them, there's problems. So. Oh, Jeff, I think I think Michaela's here. Is this, is this I the I think she annual? just walked into your office. Uh, we'll see if the game... See if you're... Here comes. Slide. There she is. She just waved Yay. at me. Yay. Yeah, she's so excited. <laughs> this is this is the highlight of her, and she's waving through the window. It's a highlight. Uh, she gets mentioned on the Salty Dogs. That's it. She probably waits purposely until this time of day. Oh, no question. She knows when we're doing this. Actually, what she's waiting for is that this they, they don't make very – they print those, so they get delivered from the printer at this time. No, I was you teasing. Know, it takes a little bit of time. They, I mean, no, that's pretty not quick, everybody that's gets pretty those quick turnaround. Either. Yeah, not everybody gets those. <laughs> we're, we're, we're important. Yes, we're very much so. It's, uh, a, it's, it's a pretty quick turnaround from – especially on trips like this where you get uh, home at 3 in the morning and then Andrew and, Holman and, – yeah. Well, after the Monday game, he pretty much had to come here. And oh, he stayed all night. Yeah, I know. Yeah, he. I mean, people don't realize the the. the um, do you take a do you, do you take a nap in the uh, in the PR library? In, in it's no longer a library. It's more like a closet. Yeah, exactly. Now. Yeah, but yeah, they, I remember we remember at, at um, the training camps in Disney, mm-hmm. and it was two a days every day. Right. And it was like just nonstop work. Right. Um, all day, every day. Uh, we used to we used to try to catch naps in closets up in the up in the press box of the baseball stadium. We we were up in the baseball stadium, and I was work. You know, they they would um, you would have offices everywhere, and I had an office, and it was sharing it with a bunch of people. And there were tables, and they put tablecloths over them, so it looked like little it was classy. Thing. Yeah, they kind of classed it up. And I am <laughs> sitting there working, working. All of a sudden. The curtain moves and a head pops out, and I almost just just freaked out. Somebody was taking a nap under yeah, the table. Yeah, it was Jessica, the intern, was was power napping underneath. You remember the name of an intern? Well, because uh, we're still friends. We're still oh, friends. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Either way, yeah, I'm impressed. Yeah. All right, I only have one more note. Okay, and it's not from our game. All right. Did you see the um, Did you see the Chargers Dolphins game? I did. Or not. highlights from it. I I I saw. Um, no, not really. Did you see the Tyreek Hill fumble recovery touchdown? No. It's kind of crazy because – so the running back has broken through the line. And he gets like a six- or seven-yard gain. Uh-huh. <clears throat> then he gets tackled and fumbles. And it's the typical 
huge scrum of guys diving on the ground trying right. to get it. And Tyreek is standing there next to the scrum. Oh, and he bends down and picks No, it. he doesn't even have to bend down. All of a sudden, the ball pops out and goes right to him. <laughs> I mean, I think he bent down a little bit. Yeah. But you don't see the ball at all. It's in the middle of the scrum, and then all of a sudden, it just comes flying out right to him. <laughs> and he catches it in the air and just runs around the other side for like a 50, 60-yard touchdown. That's, you know, that, <laughs> you know, it's your day when stuff well, they like lost that the happens. Game, though. Yeah. So it really wasn't his day. Uh, so close yet so far. I think I saw a note that made him the first player with a 50-yard touchdown. Can you imagine if you lost that game and you're saying, are you kidding me? The ball bounces to him and that's how they we did. lost. Oh, with the, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think I saw a note that he's now the first player to score a 50-plus-yard touchdown five different ways. Wow. So presumably that's a catch or run. Sure. He had a 60-yard catch in, touchdown catch in that game. Wow. A catch or run, kick return, punt return, and fumble return, I would imagine. Yeah. I didn't look it up, but – it's funny that everyone was kind of burying the Chargers, and now they're coming. They're, well, they're for good reason. Roll. Yeah, and now they're on a roll again. I don't think they're on a roll. Yeah, they're That's a better. Bit strong. I think. They Didn't have... they just lose to the Razor Raiders? No, they beat the Raiders. I believe they beat the Raiders. I'm Did about they not? To tell you. Maybe not. Maybe not. The Raiders lost to somebody in the last three minutes last week. Or yeah, two the Rams. Weeks ago. So the Rams. It was the Rams. Oh, that it Baker, was Mayfield. Baker Mayfield. That's right. I get those L.A. teams confused. No, they did lose to the Raiders okay. uh, last week, and they had lost three of their last four, so I don't I think guess, you can say I, they're in a I, I guess, well, if you win one and you haven't. But I root for them, yeah. um, unless they're playing us or their you know, win hurts I us know, in some ways. I know, you love their uniforms. Well, they have the best uniforms. As ever, ever. ever. Uh, and they have like three or four different awesome uniforms. Right. But they've got Tennessee mm-hmm. at home. Tennessee's Ooh. struggling right now. I think right. they've lost three in a row. Yeah. Um, never should have fired John Robinson. I totally agree. Uh, Indianapolis, they're at Indy. Indy kind of sucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, then they're at home against the Rams. The Rams suck. Right. Uh, and then they're at Denver, and Denver sucks. So yeah, they got Den- a good little ending. Denver finally has officially been eliminated from the playoffs. Oh, they? Yeah, they got eliminated. They actually looked better this past week than any other time all year. Yeah, they played good enough to lose. They played well against yeah, the Chiefs. They did. And Russell Wilson actually did stuff. Yeah, and then he got a concussion. He did? Yeah. For sure, I believe so. Yes. Jeez, yeah. I know he. Got, I know he went out, but I didn't know. If, I didn't. I hear believe. That it was I believe it is ruled yeah. a concussion. Yeah. So. So it's uh, finally when he's starting to get it going, something like that happens. That's and that's. I don't know. That owner is gonna has a ton of money, so who knows what, right. what's gonna happen there? They have so much invested in him. Oh, though. I know. You're, 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 but it's not gonna be. If it turns, if it comes down to coach or quarterback, they ain't keeping the coach. No. No. And we like Nate Hackett. Yes. Good guy. Yeah. But they're, they're not keeping the coach over. Um, um, nope. Never happens. Never happens. The coach always takes takes it. You can't fire the whole team. So there you go. That's all I got. You want to go to questions? Sure. Let's do it. We didn't do a guest again this week. That's obvious at this point <clears throat> because well, we just lost 35-7. Okay. Well, hey. there, yeah, there's that. And also um, – it's been kind of a grind the last few weeks, you know, with the, with the schedule, having a Monday game. It, yeah, we've been then, in a rough little Yeah, I, and it, you know, after coming back from Germany, we had the bye week, but it didn't feel like a bye week to me. And it went by fast. Yeah. But since then, And then, we, you know, we've had uh, a Monday night game. We had, a, we had a, a game on the road, then we had a Monday night game, and then a game like, on the West Coast. West Coast, and getting in, uh, we Leaving landed around Friday. 3.15, 3.30. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so... Okay. Here's an interesting thing. Okay. The the reason that the fact that we're doing this in my office mm-hmm. 
since we don't have to worry about a player guest. Right. I just got an email for Salty Dogs like right four now. minutes ago. Really? It was like real time. Wow. But I'm going to start at the other end of our new new ones. Sounds fair. This one's from Philip Spencer. Uh-huh. Uh, um, okay. And so what happened was he sent me an email. He's from Spokane, Washington. What happened was he sent me an email on November 30th. And so we should have addressed it last week. Uh-huh. And I just missed it. Uh-huh. I just missed it. I had read it, but when we were going through it, I missed it. So he sends, he forwarded it again and says, I don't think my message made it to you after sending it on the 30th. Hopefully you see it this week. Uh-huh. Phil from Spokane. Thanks for resending that, Phil, because I did indeed miss it. But as it turns out, you're going to hear why. It's actually a good thing that it worked out this way. Okay, okay. so here it is. Hey, Jeff and Scott. I know this season isn't going how any of us had hoped for, but we're all just trying to find that silver lining, right? Mm-hmm. Recently, I have had to do the same. Right. About a year ago, I found out I had severe obstructive sleep apnea that requires me to use a CPAP machine when I sleep. For various reasons, I had found it difficult to use consistently until about a month ago, thanks to Big Red, oh. Brian Jensen. Yes. I saw an endorsement that he had done for a different kind of mask that was unlike anything I'd been trying, so I thought I would give it a go. It has changed my life and probably helped extend it a bit. So my question is, what is the best way to tell Ryan thank you for making such a big difference in my life? On a different note, what do you think the most important thing for the team to focus on is for the on for the remainder of the season to right the ship, so to speak? And again, that was before the loss to San Francisco. Um, so the reason I'm happy about this is it was only a couple of days ago that I found an opportunity to talk to Ryan and I approached him in the, um, dining room Really, and I, I passed this on to him and he said he, he, he was very happy. He was glad that I passed it on to him. It made it, he's very, that's the kind of feedback that he's wants to hear. Uh-huh. It made him feel good to get that sort of feedback really? about this. Cause it's obviously a product he believes in very much too. So for a fan, for a fan, to, to use, use his recommendation, recommendation, and it works. Wow. And then to get that feedback back to him, he was very pleased about that. Right. So I would say, Phil, that's probably the answer to your question. I took care of it. Well done. And, um, you know, if you wrote him a letter and sent it here to one buck, I don't know the chances that he would get it or not. He'd probably get it. Danny's pretty good about giving I know, but letters, do, but does every guy have... open every letter? No, that's the problem. And so he did it the right way. So, good. That worked out well. Uh, what do we need to do to focus on? Mm. There's just more than one thing. It certainly sounds – I um, I keep hearing communications, and I keep hearing it's being better. And then it's um, – you know, it's. I think Todd said it best. It's uh, time to stop talking. Yeah, but we said that a couple times. Right? I know. But what are you going to do? Yeah, you, just, you have to look into yourself and figure out how you make yourself better. I, I think guess. defense. We just need to get a couple guys back. I think we've, they've had enough games this year where they've been pretty good that I yeah. trust in the defense. I just think the offense needs to find a way to get some explosive plays. I think it's funny every when, when people say, "What do we have to do?" It's like, dang, if I knew what we had to yeah. do, you'd be saying, "Jeff, the head coach says we should," you know. Well, and, also, and, and then and you know when you think about all all the football experience in the building, trying to figure out what is that that you have to do. Well, I think also sometimes you can know what you need to do, but not be able to yeah, do it. Or, you yeah, you know, like I just said, I think we need more explosive plays on offense. And if you look at our last few games, mm-hmm. including the one in Cleveland, we have actually tried a decent number of downfield shots. Yep. And we can't hit them to save our no. lives. And when we do hit one, we get a penalty. Right. Is it possible with the offense personnel that we have and with 
the offensive line performing right. the way it is, which is not as good as the last two years, is it possible to do that? I don't know. Yeah, I count three. Uh, Mike Evans, uh, Julio wasn't real, really Scotty deep, Miller. but Scotty Miller. No, Miller's, yes, it was. Yeah. That was pretty deep. And, Sco- and Scotty Miller's was. In like was, five tries in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Or, or was it Yeah, the now that you game? say that, yeah. I guess I guess you don't really look at them as explosive plays because they didn't work. Or, no, or right. they didn't get completed. I, you know, it so they're was not there. explosive plays. Yeah. They, but they, there are attempts to do so. Correct. I feel like that can happen, though. Yeah. Like the, the Julio Jones one, he just overthrew oh, him by a step or two, yeah. right? But he can make that throw. He threw a perfect throw to, right. to Mike. Mike. That was there. He and threw the perfect throw to Mike in Carolina. Yeah. And and Scotty Miller's was just a tad a little under. Scotty. It was a little underthrown. Yeah. yeah. And so it hit the back of the. Yeah, the defender didn't even turn around. Didn't even or turn they just around. caught him in the back of the head. And, and you know. But see, there was the, it was a little overthrown to Julio mm-hmm. and a little underthrown to Scotty. So it's not. It's not an yeah. arm strength problem. No. Oh, so, no. And who can say after 23 seasons and after what he's done the last two years that Tom Brady doesn't have touch on a deep yeah. ball? Clearly, he can do it. Yeah. It just hasn't happened the last, yeah. like, three games, and I think it can. No question. So that's he's, my answer. He still has. we got a bunch of these, so I'm going to move on. All right. Uh, all right. Let's not spend a lot of time on this one, but okay. I, I do say we try to answer all of them. So this is from Alex in Wichita. And he says, Ahoy, Salty Dogs. And this is before last week's games. Excited but worried about the Bucks game in San Francisco this weekend. As it turns yep. out, there so was are reason. We. Yep. We've heard a lot about issues and rifts uh-huh. within the Bucks organization no. this year. Is there any insight you, can, insight you can give to that? Do you think Brady's situation and free agency is causing issues? No. No. Uh, all the stuff about rifts. Yeah. Rift? I think it's rift. A riff is like guitar riff, right? Yeah. I think he meant to say rifts. With a Either way, there's like, yeah. Like when when things aren't going right, everybody wants to on the outside. You want to find reasons, yeah, especially our media. It's your fault. It's my fault. It's you know. You know is, yeah. is there a problem between Tom and yeah. Bruce Arians? Yeah. I mean, what are the other right. rifts that we've? What what are they? I I will say this: we have been around long enough, and we have seen things uh, with different Buccaneer teams that you would say there's a rift or rifts. None of this has right. anything to do with why we're losing. Correct. Correct. It's lack of execution. No question. And coaches will say they need to do better. So I am i don't have any specific thing to say about no, our coaching. I don't either. Um, but they say they can coach better. It's pretty much the same coaching staff that had 13 wins last year. Now, did they become stupid all right. of a sudden? I don't know. I think it's it's just exec- it personnel yeah. execution problems, and, and it happens it's, in the NFL. It seems like everybody's taking a turn to make a mistake at the wrong time. That's a good point. All right, next. All right, Alexander from Brazil. Hey, Alexander. Ahoy, salty ones. Hope this finds you both well. Okay, so I'm going to highlight this one and the next one. All right. Because this one is probably way too optimistic, Okay. and the next one way is like way too pessimistic. Okay. And that's what fandom is well, like, see, right? You can what, choose one or the other. That salty dogs were fair and balanced. <laughs> <laughs> Hope this finds you both well. Yeah. As an optimist, you can say we have a more dangerous punt returner. Mm-hmm. Brady connected to M- Mike for a TD. He mm-hmm. wrote out that M1K3 yep. way. Sure. And we did not allow them to score in the fourth quarter and tied the game in the second half. Yeah. So, yeah, it was 7-7 in the second right. half. Right. Uh, thank you, Alexander. You're being very nice. But, yeah. wow, that is a stretch to find yeah. optimism. There. But I do like it. I do like that. As a pessimist, you can ask what took them so long to figure out the punt returner job. Smith had two bad calls in back-to-back games, and come on, we should not be seeing that kind of game every year. But, hey, this time was not to the Saints, right? Right. It was just one game, one week. We still have four more opportunities to make the playoffs. 
Let me ask you about Devin Tompkins. Mm-hmm. Is it really a case of a better player, puts in parentheses, vision, uh, or an opportunity that never happened before for Darden? I can look at the play, but I don't have your salty eyes of wisdom. Salty eyes. That sounds uh, painful. Since you did, thanks for reading, Alexander, our guy from Sao Paulo, Brazil. I'm, I, from the first game, and it's too small of a sample size to make a, yeah. make a decla- declaration here. Correct. But he definitely looked speedier and shiftier. Yeah. So I think it it does have a lot to do with the players talents. Yeah, and I think they they thought they saw something in Darden and I Ian think Tompkins? He, or no. Okay. It, I mean giving an opportunity. I think he had plenty of opportunity and they needed to make a roster move to do what they wanted to do. And the good news for him is he got picked up from yeah, Cleveland. Right. So so there is Could talent. end up being a better situation. Yeah, correct. And was there talent there? Yes. But he, somewhere I think he probably wanted to play on offense more. I think that was a Big, big thing because he was very disappointed that he wasn't getting. So it. maybe this will be a better opportunity. For him. Yes, and so maybe it works out for everybody, so to speak. But uh, you know, he had his opportunities, and they just felt like there's there's something. Yeah. So better. basically, Alexander's asking, like, is this a case of Devin Tompkins being good, or did he just did they just block it better for him this particular case, and that's why? Uh, but I mean, he looked good the whole game. Yeah, he se- he seemed to. Um, he seemed to be fearless. Well, that's for sure. And um, and um, so there's that. And he, see, I think he, uh, he's not afraid to get hit. Yeah, well, that's good because and, he's getting hit. Yeah. So yeah, he's not running out of bounds. It's too early to say for sure. Oh, Jeff, wow. It's too early to say for sure, but I think it's possible that this is a talent issue. Yeah. Not 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 that no. Jalen Darden isn't talented. But the Devin Tompkins might just have no. a knack for this particular Correct. job. Correct. And and when you're managing personnel, you're looking at it and trying to decide what are the best 53 I can yeah. put out there. Right. And you know what? We're at this point. I just don't see it. And, you know, a lot of times you have to also realize, too, is how practices go for, for players and what they're seeing in that. So there's, All right. there's that area. Now we get to the um, – Pessimistic the, one? The moaning and groaning. Okay. From Mike in Connecticut. Hey, Mike. Hey, guys. I apologize in advance because I wow. don't want to trash the team. Here we go. But yesterday's performance was with was with with this amount of talent was inexcusable. First of all, I hate when people say inexcusable. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes you get beat. It's not inexcusable. inexcusable. Right. 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 Like you would scold them. Right. You can't do this. It's inexcusable. Right. It's bad. Yeah. It sucks. I give you a bad. It sucked. They play poorly. Good. Yeah. I go with all that. Continue. This is the this is the first time since the Josh Freeman era I've actually turned off a game because wow. it was so bad. It was pretty bad. Yeah, yeah, but come on, you're turning this, off the game. I hey, if you were home and it's thirty five nothing in the third I don't quarter, know where was he in Connecticut. He probably didn't have to turn off the game because Fox turned off the game. Not yeah, but depending on when, like he might have turned it off like oh early well, in the second well, half. Fox Fox left the game. eventually. Yeah, yeah they but left. Probably it, went the to the Carolina quarter, Seahawks, which is game. unbelievable. Yes. They probably never expected that to happen. No. This is kind of funny. My seven-year-old daughter walked in, in the oh, room in the go. second quarter and said, the other team has 21 and the Bucks have zero? Yep. What's going on? Exactly. She's right, She's says t- Mike. She what is. the hell is going on? Right. We can't get off the field in third down. Brady's nope. missing open receivers. Yep. And anytime we do score, it's called back because Donovan Smith is holding someone. Okay, so you've listed all the problems that they're trying to figure out. So yeah. good observation. <laughs> and plus, that's not actually true, but – Anytime we score, yeah. we, we have scored. We we scored. We did score in this game, and it yeah. wasn't called back by a penalty. Right. And we did score 
two touchdowns in the last five minutes to win the New Orleans game. Yeah, and but they weren't. Right. One there was one, but how would he? But how would he know? He turned the TV off. <laughs> I don't blame him at all for I that, don't Jeff. Either. If I'm in, sitting at home and I don't work for this team and it's right. thirty-five nothing, well, see, and I'm mad. And I will say this: that's the good part about being a fan. You get to be that way. You earn that right. If that that hey, I'm there, and then it comes to a point that it's disrupting me. It is. Um, Kind of like I'm going to go back to you watching the Cardinals. If things don't go right, you turn it off. And I, you get to do that. If I'm watching a a August game, Cubs-Cardinals, right. and Cubs are beating us 12 nothing in the fifth inning, I'm turning that off. Yeah, or at the very least, you know what my strategy is. Uh, turn it off or turn off the sound and look at something else or go into another room and do uh, something else, but come back. Uh, Check I back see. in and go, where are we? Oh, oh, now we got to shut Or uh, yeah. I, I knew I shouldn't be watching that. Yeah. It's over. Yeah. I, I don't have any problem with him that, turning it off. See, that's the beauty about uh, radio is that people get mad, but they'll always check in, you know, if they go out and do yeah. yard work or he might have done get that. in the car or, know. you know, they go do something. And, and I wonder I wonder where it's at now. But, yes, that if you if you were going to turn a game off um, and you were a Buck fan, I, I could see why you did that. That's fair. Um, there, I'm not, I'm not going to read every word okay. here because he's ripping on Donovan. And then yeah. he says when Worf's come back – I'll paraphrase. Worf's, yeah. co- Worf's come back. Move Josh Wells over to left tackle. Um, I it's a cons- okay. it's a morale killer to constantly have good plays erased. Okay, says. stop, stop. I'm. I, I, you're, you're giving me the timeout. So yeah, you know? I'm giving you a time. Just, just, I understand Donovan Smith has been getting some holding calls. I get that, but Josh Wells going over that side is not going to improve it. Also, 2015. Yeah. That's when Donovan Smith was drafted. Correct. And since then, he has started nearly every game, played nearly right. every play. Correct. And in many seasons, right. has been very good. This He's is, struggling right now. Yes. and you, That's not the guy you cut the ties on. Correct. And he made it to the Pro Bowl last year. No, he didn't. Oh, I thought. Oh, he, he was the only one that didn't. I'm sorry. No, he was one of two that didn't. Yeah. Kappa didn't either. Oh, yeah. And then Kappa's coming this week. Yeah, it's the Kappa uh, Revenge game. Yeah. Um, no, but I, I understand the frustration, and I understand, you know, people going, damn, Donovan, you know, twice, you you know, you're holding that. But I, I, I think he's the best we have on the uh, on the team. To play. I that, mean, Tristan right. Wirfs is our best lineman. Correct. But um, if Tristan's back, you – Yeah. You could – the best option for the other tackle mm-hmm. is Donovan Smith. Yeah. Even though – He's struggling right now. And I'll I mean, give you that. I, I And I give you your frustration for him. Uh, you can be mad at him and everything, but no, you don't. I mean, you don't it's bench like, him. You don't cut him. No. It's like I think there was a stretch this year for the Philadelphia Phillies in which Bryce Harper wasn't hitting very well. Yeah. And you're like, well, let's take this guy out. Right. I mean, he's killing us. Yeah. And then – but no, you stick with him because yeah. he's got talent, and uh, then he and then he goes nuts. Mike, I don't. He didn't win the MVP, I don't think. But no, but he he, he came on the, strong. And they in the made playoffs. the World Series. Yeah, and they yeah. Though yeah, I I get all of that, but I I, I think if you take the, your emotion out as being mad at the Buccaneers right now, they can't. Though as a fan, well, the I emotions understand. are a part of it, right? But that is, 
I don't have any problem with I, this email, by the no, way. No, I don't either. I'm glad you write and, it. And the part about the daughter it. was funny. Yes. Um, and she's very astute, I must say. <laughs> 21 zero yeah. is bad. This is bad, Dad. Uh, but I just think, well, okay, so you, you were talking about emotions. I say you can't take them out. Right. But emotions are the reason you're saying yeah. that Donovan has right. to get out and, of the lineup. Right, and that's why I'm saying is that because you're emotional about it, you're you're yelling and screaming and, you know, you're looking for that fix. Now, in the off season, Maybe you evaluate every single player. Well, you evaluate your, evaluate your options, mm-hmm. and you move forward depending on what you think is best. Yeah, and, and there's not a lot of great O-linemen out there just hanging out doing nothing. <laughs> so that's, that is the key. Well, anyway, I think the coaching staff has to take blame, too, mm-hmm. because penalties are a lack of discipline, plain yeah. and simple. Mm-hmm. That's not always completely true either. Right. Seriously. I mean, are you saying that Donovan Smith – held that guy because of a lack of discipline right because he wasn't coached well because or because he was getting beat he's getting beat and he Protect- got his arm in a bad situation right and you know you get you get your hands outside when they need to be inside well and here's the other thing if he doesn't hold and tom gets creamed and gets knocked out of the game <laughs> i'd rather take the holding penalty yeah yeah, you know, sometimes I think guys hold on purpose for that sure. reason, and yeah. sometimes I think they just end up with their hands in a bad spot or slip down. Yeah, they they the they only now in that particular play it was holding. I'm you know, yeah. we, and we've said that a number of times. There's no question you have to make that you have to throw the flag on that. Now I'll give you an example. The they the San Francisco 49ers only had two penalties for 15 yeah. yards, but I remember one of them was on a scramble where Brock Purdy like scrambled all around. Mm-hmm. He went to the left first, then he went to the right and found an open. Lane and died for the first down. Right. That one was called back on a holding penalty. And I don't remember who the offensive and defense players were, but it, it was a lineman locked up with one of our guys. Our guy was trying to get past him to Purdy when he was going left. Right. When the play reversed, when the play reversed, they're still locked up, and our guy tries to go back right, mm-hmm. and the guy yeah. holds him for just a second, and then he realizes what's happening, and he, throws, and he lets go, and he throws yeah, his hands up like, I didn't do anything. Yeah. All right. That's not a lack of discipline. Right. A bad thing happened to that guy. Right. And he got caught, and he, you know, he got caught in a bad situation, and it happened. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I'll concede some penalties, particularly like jumping off sides in a key situation when you know they might be hard counting you. I, I, the one I take is when after the play's over with you shove oh, yeah. and that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, those, those to me are undisciplined penalties. Hundred percent sure. Sometimes you just get a penalty because you got beat. Yeah. There are penalties. I'll, I'll, okay, Mike in Connecticut, I'll give you that there are penalties sometimes that you can pin on lack of discipline, and then by extension you can say it's coaching. Right. But I think a lot of penalties are just physical. You got beat. Right. Or you just made some freaking mistake at the wrong moment. Right. Right. And two things. And sometimes thing. you don't even really mess up, right. but the the refs don't get the call right. There you go. There you go. And and oh by the way, his daughter is very very smart because she wasn't watching the game, and then when she came in, she said twenty one nothing, not good. I'm out. Yeah, well, she may not be a Bucks fan. <laughs> well, there's the, that. he's in Connecticut. Well, I know she might grow up like a Patriots fan or something. Ooh. That might not go well in the, in the years to come. No, I think the uh, blah blah blah. Are, I'm sorry for the rant. That's fine. And po- no, don't be sorry. And possible grammatical error, Scott, because we've had some back and forth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't see any in this one. Well, he's angry, so he's going to make mistakes, right? But now. I live well. But I don't see any in this one. Okay. But I live. I mean, there's an extra space here between this All quotation right. yeah, mark. I knew you would find something. Continue. <laughs> but I live in Connecticut, and I'm pissed. So yep. I've got nobody to bitch to. Hopefully, right. it can't get any worse. Stay safe, guys. 
You know what? I'm fine with us being the the, the, the guys. Absolutely. If you want to use us as the who to bitch to, go I, right ahead. Listen, I want passionate fans. Yeah, and so. it, you don't yeah like like don't don't yell at your daughter. Right. He didn't obviously. No. Uh, yell at us. Right. We'll take it. And he did the right thing. He's getting so frustrated. I'm turning the damn thing off. And then it, you feel. And bad. then you and then you get some catharsis by by writing an email. Yeah. Which he waited. It looks like he waited until Monday morning. Whoa, he let it simmer. I yeah. like it. 24-hour right. rule. Now, here's the one that came in while we're recording. Okay. This is pretty cool. All I right. think this is the first time for the podcast. All right. Jim Griffiths. We've had something from him before. Uh-huh. From Lenore. I think I'm, I hope I'm pronouncing that right. North Carolina. Okay. Not a question. Lenore. No, I bet it's Lenore. You know? I, w- L-E-N-O-I-R. What did you just say? Yeah. Lenore? Yeah, it's probably Lenore. Okay. Not a question, but an observation. If Tom Brady had not come back this year and the offense was struggling, would we be blaming the quarterback? I think I see where he's going with this. Mm -hmm. It seems that many times around the league this happens. I was afraid that fans would not give Trask time to develop, but after Brady's last few years, but this year maybe we will remember that it takes a whole team to be successful. Okay, I get his point. I get it. Actually, it's it's actually kind of in support of Tom Brady. Yeah. I don't – I don't – Think people are putting all the blame on Tom Brady? Uh no, not not at all. all of it no. for certain. Now, no, but but you know, even he has admitted that he's missed some throws. And when you're not winning, when you miss throws, it becomes even more apparent that things aren't going right. <laughs> when you're scoring points and you miss a throw here and there, oh, so what? We still scored thirty point. points. So so everything's magnified, right? This now. isn't a Peyton Manning in his last year in Denver situation. No, not even close. Tom Brady. I mean, I think objectively, if you broke down all of this film from 2020, 2021, and mm-hmm. 2022, this season would rank third in terms of his performance. Yep. But I also think we've seen a lot of really good football from Tom. I agree. And for a lot of other reasons, um, it, it just hasn't worked out. No. But when he – but you, he has missed throws. He said so himself. Yeah. Before the um, – on the fourth down that we didn't that didn't work, the throw to Mike Evans in the end zone, he said after the game it was a shitty throw by him. Yeah. And it was an awkward looking play, but maybe it was a perfect play and he just missed the throw. Yeah, it was a it was a bad throw. And yeah. but he said so. Yeah. And uh, well, that's what I like about Tom Brady. He 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 hey, he takes the blame when it's him and he also tries to rally his troops around. Honestly. Him, so I appreciate that. Honestly. When you have made a billion amazing throws in your <laughs> yeah. career, I don't think it's that hard. No. It's the right thing to do, and you're right to give him credit. Yeah. But I don't think it's that hard when you mess up to say, hey, I messed up. Because it's not like people are going to go, well, you're a crappy quarterback. Right. No. Exactly. Exactly. But he missed that throw. And who knows who's – we don't know, Jeff. We don't. Who knows whose fault it was right. that he didn't hit Julio, mm-hmm. that he didn't hit Scotty, maybe Julio – didn't run the route fast enough, or right. I don't know what. I mean, probably it was one just an overthrow, but yeah. you never know. Right. Um, you know, obviously, Tom made a really smart decision to bounce the ball off Chris Godwin to Russell Gage. Yeah. That was a great, <laughs> great choice, right? Um, but I see I, I see what you're saying there, Jim. Yeah. Um, it is a whole team thing. In fact, I liked that after the game in his press conference, Todd Bowles used the term like a full team effort, yeah. which usually is what you say after a win. Yeah. He's like, yeah, this was a full team effort to get this loss. I'll like, s- we all worked yeah. to get this loss. I, I like, he said on, I don't know if he said it in his press conference, but he did say it on Bucks Radio that um, it's hard to win when you're playing the Buccaneers and 49ers Ooh. at the same time. Mm-hmm. 
I don't. Did he say that in his press conference too? He did. Yeah. So there's a lot of truth to that. Yeah. You know, you're self-inflicting when you when you're hurting yourself. Yeah. 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 So. It's hard to know how close that game would have been if the Bucks had played. Like, well, and that's of. that's I think what's so frustrating is that you're coming off a 13-win season. You 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 lost a couple pieces, but it still looks pretty good. You feel good about your defense. You know, you win the first game 19 3 over and Dallas, then you, and then you beat New Orleans, and you're like, okay, this is really this is it. Okay, we're on a roll. This is going to be awesome. And it's a struggle, and it's been a hard year. And, and it's and, everything. Yeah, it's everything. It's injuries. It's right. injury. I, I under, 100% understand why coaches always say injuries are not an excuse, it's next man up. Yeah, well, but there's it's also t- completely true. And it's true for all teams because, like, this week there was a ton of injuries. Yeah. A guy is starting for a reason right. in almost every case. Sure. The guy behind him is not as good. Right. Every now and then, he turns out to be really good. Right. But in most cases, he's not as good. So, the Buccaneers got incredible injury fortune in 2020. Uh-huh. Probably the least injured team, and it's no coincidence they yep. ended up winning it all. Mm-hmm. Since then, hasn't been as fortunate in that regard. Right. But a lot, the Chargers is an example. A lot of teams are dealing with tons of injuries. Yeah. You have to try to overcome them, but you can't always overcome them. Different personnel, you know, changing in personnel, right? Yeah. Uh, some teams get better on your schedule that you didn't think were going to be good. Right. Some teams have a fantastic day. Sometimes a freaking rookie quarterback in his freaking first start <laughs> ever, seventh round draft pick, two Mr. Irrelevant. Mr. Irrelevant <laughs> plays out of his mind. Watch this week. He throws for eight picks. <laughs> I am rooting for Brock Purdy because it's a great story. He seems it like is. a fine guy. Yeah. But if I were a betting man and yeah. you said, okay, I will give you $100, you have to choose. And if you're right, you get $100. Brock Purdy goes on to be a really good NFL quarterback. Right. Or this turns out to be one of his best games ever. Right. Just by the odds and just by history and what has happened, I would pick the, the latter. Yeah. I hope it's the former. I want to see this guy do good because it's he, a fun story. But. And he looks like all of like 17 years old. <laughs> <laughs> but it's good stuff. All right, all right, Jeff. That's all I got. Yeah, we did well. We, we nailed it pretty yeah. good. Um, two on, hours here. Uh, in the immortal words of Bill Belichick, on to Cincinnati. <laughs> Since you did. Thanks for listening.